Hello and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this new episode of, of course, Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And indeed, I brought an extra friend here today. He's been here many, many times. Uh, we're going to have an amazing conversation. But listen, before we even get into introductions, one of the topics that we're going to be discussing tonight, which, by the way, I literally had to rack my brain on to what five games to pick. This topic, folks, came from somebody in this community. They DM'd me and said, hey, boom, listen, I know, you know news is a little slow. What if you ask the guys at primetime what their top five games of 2023 so far and I added a caveat to that. I said, okay, that's a great idea, but we're going to add what is our most anticipated game for the last four months of the year. That came to us. That was, I should say, came to, uh, to, uh, to the channel by Abdel114, Abdel who's in the chat literally right now. Um, listen, my DMs are always open, folks. If you ever have a, a, a question or you have a, a thought or a theory for a topic, DM me the same way that Abdel114 did, and we potentially will cover it. I, I reached out to everybody on the panel and said, guys, what do you think? And everyone's like, yes, let's talk about our favorite games. So that's going to be the opening topic. And, of course, on the back end of the show, folks, we're going to be talking about Gamescom and the Tokyo Game Show. These are two monster showcases. Now, we have confirmed info that um, the team at Xbox, including Phil Spencer, are flying out to Germany to attend. That, to me, immediately sets off red flares because I'm like, there's no way that he's going to, that Phil and team are going to get out there in person. This is the biggest Gamescom booth they have ever, ever had without having a big bomb announcement. I, have a, I don't know what that announcement is. We're going to debate. And, of course... Even got some pushback from a few people in within our DM at prime time. I seem to think, and I'm going to stand on this hill, that we're going to see something from Kojima, even if it's just a CG trailer at Tokyo Game Show. But we're going to get to all of that in a moment. Uh, let's welcome in the, the the panel, of course, our very special guest, OBM One or mother one what's going on brother how you feeling <laughs> one bad mother <laughs> yeah. um yeah i'm good man uh it's always uh always great to come and talk stuff with you especially you know uh this time i i, I signed up to come in uh no breaking abk news so we're not talking about our top five <laughs> our top five moments from the abk case uh i have to admit it's it's kind of a nice refreshing uh change of pace just to come in and you know, just talk about some of the, our favorite games because this is um, this has been one heck of a year. Probably it I sure think, has. I think I think when this year concludes, there's a chance this could go down as probably one of the better game you know years of uh, gaming overall that we've had you know over the last couple decades really. So um, potential still there, but first half this was you know generally they uh, save all the. <laughs> heavyweights for the second half but we had we have a lot to talk about so looking forward to it man. yeah you, we always wonder Argeet, if this could be the year that uh, defeats the legendary champion of years <laughs> in 2007 i think that it can i honestly think that we we as gamers are so spoiled 
And we have so many games to play that backlogs are just becoming a common <laughs> thing. Hargi, welcome back, brother. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm doing good. I don't know if people caught the uh, finally the public premiere of uh, Jazz, me, and Gaz taking on the One Chip Challenge. Uh, I did not see it. I watched it. Released, yeah, earlier today. <laughs> so uh, Colt joined in uh, just to... Uh, uh joke around and uh keep our spirits up and uh eventually king showed up as well but uh yeah it was a fun time <laughs> how are you feeling I, that's a, that's my first question how, how did that feel <laughs> how did it feel so uh, i don't know if i should spoil it but essentially like you would think that uh you know gaz would do pretty well being you know south asian he failed. He was the first to go down. Uh, one minute, 20 seconds in, uh, he was dead. He was, he was dying. Um, and, and he was doing fine. And then uh, 20 seconds after that, he, he, he bowed out. Uh, and the way it went for me is I didn't feel it. I just kept going and going and going and wow. going. I'm like, okay. Wow. I kept going and going. I'm like, you know, I might as well just keep going. Like, I, it literally did nothing to me. And like after 10 minutes, I'm like, I, we should just give up at this point. And that's what we did. We gave up and I started drinking some water and everything was fine. And King joined in. And as he's joining in, I said, oh, well, my, my ice cream that I had here, like carb free ice cream uh, is melting. I'm just going to start eating it. And he tells us, do not do anything dairy. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so as, as I'm taking this ice cream, it gets to my stomach and my stomach goes. And oh, my God, it was terrible. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> holy cow so don't but anyways, it, it, it lasted Jerry. like five minutes and then it, it dissipated and went away and then i was i was fine after that so wow. but uh but yeah so i i did 10 minutes only because and i gave up just like the mic like, this is not doing anything to me. it's not doing anything for me wow dude listen look at that look, look at you holy cow well listen uh good on all the all the all the combatants if you will because i would never do that, say that right now i would not do that yeah we were um, worried that you know jazz might have he actually was a trooper he did he did okay it wasn't it yeah. wasn't too bad so uh, he beat gas <laughs> so, that's crazy that yeah and that's, and that's the, the other side of the bar so yeah that's that, that is that is hilarious <laughs> well listen brother we're glad that you're here uh, we're actually going to get to you because I know you 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 beat games very very much like the mag mag yes you are Mr. Platinum so I mean yeah. I, I I don't even ask anymore because every time you add another platinum I sink lower <laughs> as a PlayStation gamer it, 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 you do the same thing to Kaysante you just devastate us on on a regular basis uh, I mean listen there's been a lot of good games um, yes I don't know what your list is gonna uh, what what it's gonna look like. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, I, I found it very difficult to put five games in a row and be like, yeah, these, these are the ones, you know, I didn't have a problem. And I, and that, well, when we get to the topic, I'll tell you why, because I actually had five that I had no problem getting. I had two of them, three of them that I haven't even started yet. So oh. I couldn't even count those on the list. And then I have two that, and then we have two that haven't even come out or three that haven't even come out yet. But right. anyways, yeah, we got, I got all kinds of, I got the list already ready to go. As for this hot sauce situation, let me tell you something. I eat Carolina Reaper sauce. I make it myself. Um, I oh, usually wow. make it once. I make it once every three months, and I usually get about six or seven Tupperwares full. I eat it like ketchup. Uh, I grew up with hot oh, food. I grew up with the. I, I was. I eating think that's spicy. one of the ones they use, Mag. Is, is Carolina Reaper? I think that's one yeah, of the ones they use for it. It's yeah. no problem. Give me a Doritos bag of those one chip challenges. I can have oh it no problem. Oh my god, you are Carolina. Too much. Uh, Carolina. <laughs> Carolina Reapers are two are two million Scoville. 
right? Yep, and that's, what, uh, that's what these million, are. Yep. The chip is two million Scoville. It doesn't even yeah. phase me anymore. I put them on my eggs for breakfast, and I'm not even joking. Jesus. So, yeah, I'll do a Doritos bag, suckers. Let's see you do wow. that, Gaz. Anyways, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, gamers, you mentioned at Boom that we're spoiled. Uh, boy, do we bitch, though, don't we? We sure uh, like yeah. holy macro, we do we do have some great games this year, and like you know when we get into that topic, uh, I, you, you, you'll see more of it. Like a lot of people are still saying s- silly things like, "Oh, twenty twenty three is dead. It was supposed to be the year of games." <laughs> and I'm like, I "Okay, even know. you know there." If once we start talking about our lists, you'll actually start to realize that there were a lot of great games so far, and it's only halfway through the year. So, I'm, and that doesn't even include the fall season of all these great games that are coming. So dude. it's going to be an exciting topic. I'm looking forward to the show tonight. Let's get into this, and let's talk about games that set a courtroom drama. So I'm all in for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. This is going to be a fun conversation. And again, this this topic came to us the way of Abdel114, uh, who reached out to me in a, in a DM. says, hey, uh, you know, he's under a different name for, for, for Twitter. And he's like, hey, listen, this is Abdel114. I got a, I got a, an idea. What do you think? And I'm like, this is fantastic. So shout out to uh, to, uh, to Abdel for the amazing topic. Because, again, we I, this is a, it's a video game talk show. We got to talk about video games. And uh, speaking of video games and playing them, uh, like myself, doesn't beat as many as he used to. You know, he has work. He has kids. Me, I have five shows. Uh what's up brother how you feeling good evening all and and man 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 we we have some hot chip uh, uh capable people on this on this panel clearly <laughs> i too i'm i'm not phased by any of these chips like i can eat good, them right? as if it's no big deal like that is like, i've been eating hot sauce for, you know but the, see the, the the reason why i have a hard time admitting it because then people are going to put me to test because i want someone to go like "Ooh, if you don't win we'll make you eat a chip and i'll go really oh my god I really don't care. Like it's, I could eat that thing like all day. I've been eating hot stuff. Uh, the the bond beyond insanity for those who know is in my fridge yes. right now. Like y- right listen, now. Asante, I've been eating spice. Like my dad's business partner, uh, she's Hindu, and uh, was sorry because they're no longer. Uh, they're both yeah. retired. But listen, I've been eating spice like real homemade spicy yeah. samosas since yeah. I was like four. And Gee then whiz. from there, Me now too. we, if yep. anybody knows Toronto, Jane and Finch is where my dad's pharmacy was, right? Very heavily, a heavy Jamaican and African area. All hot sauce. People used to bring my dad stuff all the time. Like, here, Tony, have this, have that, have this, have that. And he would bring all this stuff home. We've been eating spicy food since we were little kids. And of exactly. course, like go. a drug. Well, like a drug, I keep looking for the bigger high, right? So it's like well, as it's the years like, go I on. I wouldn't even call it a drug. It's more like the more you have it, the more it numbs your tongue and your taste buds. Yeah. So all of a sudden, so now my wife goes, is this hot? And I'm like, remember, I am not the one you should use. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, know, you know the sriracha? <laughs> when I was a teenager, I used to think sriracha was okay. I can now squirt it in my mouth like an NFL player I, with I a Gatorade bottle. Sriracha. Like, Jesus. I, I can squirt <laughs> sriracha in my eyes and it does nothing. No, but truth be told, much much like everyone else on this panel, I feel like I should not admit that because if I do, then all of a sudden they want something worse than the Hot Tip Channel hot Challenge because – Frankly, like it does absolutely positively nothing for me. But yeah, needless to say, let's let's move forward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been eating really, 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 really hot stuff for a very long time. I, I go to Indian Indian restaurants and say, don't make it the American way, make it the way you make it at home. That's right. And they go, Are you sure, right. sir? And I'm like, Yep. And that's right. That's that's what do, I eat. Do they know, have so. a, a Sichuan place around you? 
Oh, they have many Szechuan places around me, sir. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm African, so we really eat hot stuff. It, oh, it, yeah. It yep. Bird peppers, so, baby. Bird peppers. <laughs> And, and I'm I'm so happy to see all all the the familiar faces and of course in the chat and in the pat on the panel to your topic about the games the the popular games. Actually, I had a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, man. And when we get there, we'll get to it. But I started off like you, going, "Oh my God, there's just so many I I can't pick," and and all this. And then and then the list just started overflowing, and I have even dark horses. So we'll see we'll see where we go with that. But yes, I, I'm excited to be here. And and as as the mag has spoken, we don't have to Phoenix write it today, so we we here for it. Let's go. Absolutely, absolutely. Real quick, the first super chat of the day comes away of Hadari Mac, who drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, 30 days, thirty days, folks, to Starfield. My ship will be the planets, I or the planets, um, which I believe he says that it is is Greek for wanderer. Dude, that is dope. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a that's a great name, and, I'm, and of course it's yeah, even yeah, more that's, meaningful. That's how we get the word planets. Yeah, it's yeah. from the Greek <laughs> wonder. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, mine is going to be. Uh, um, oh my god! I, I, I put it to this way. I don't know because they haven't really shown it. How we're gonna? Bu- they showed a little bit of the building ships. Uh, I cannot wait. I'm gonna lose so many hours. In building ships and just staying on one planet and just going around everywhere. I I cannot wait for this game. That is exactly why I'm not getting invested in anything that's like too deep. Like I'm playing Dead Island 2, which by the way is freaking amazing. Like it is so good. The weapon building is just bonkers. Boom! Uh, you you got me to buy that today. I sure and did. Man, on a forty ninety, on a forty ninety, that game is monstrous. Oh it's man, gorgeous. the the the, yeah. the gore and the the peeling—it's just like ugh. it's just it's it's something else. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very gory. Um, it is very tongue in cheek. Uh, the characters are really well voiced. Like I said, it's it's considering this had like nine years of development or something to that extent and had like four or five different studios uh, take up the mantle on this thing. It has no right to be this good. And I'm telling you folks, you know, buy, get it on sale. It is worth every penny, but listen, I, I want to start first mag with you. Oh, um, sure. What are your top five games of 2023 Ooh. so far that have really, and I know one of them for sure. <laughs> I, I know yep. one for maybe even two, uh, what, what's your list, man? Okay. For me, when you put that in the DMs at first, my brain went, oh, no. We're only halfway through this year. I, there's no way I could pick more than two or three games, right? However, boy, did it ever come quicker. All of a sudden, I was just like, I picked five without even blinking. Dead Space, I'll put that in there. I really enjoyed it. Uh, even though I made some uh, controversial uh, comments on the XNC the other night where I said that Callisto Protocol, for me, was the better game, right? So... I thought that that was the better game, but Dead Space was amazing, and it came out in 2023. So there's one. Number two, I'm about halfway through the game is Dead Island 2. You guys were just discussing it. Uh, I got it on sale. Yep, great, great game. Um, It's reminiscent of the the original Dead Islands and a little bit of mix of like a little bit of Dying Light thrown in the mix. What character did you pick, sir? Uh, The firefighter dude. Okay, I picked the Lenny Kravitz guy because he is... (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, now I play online with my wife, so she plays. Uh, I think she plays the Latino woman. Oh, nice. um, I think I can't remember, uh, but yeah, I think she plays her, and then I play the firefighter guy. Uh, so yeah, yeah, the great, great. But the thing is, you know, first person you don't even really notice. All you see is their hands, right? It's like I still can't understand. I won't go off the tangent, but I still can't understand the point of buying a Call of Duty skin when all you could see is their wrist. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, well, what's the point, right? If it was third person, different. But anyhow, the game is great. Uh, it's got great design, excellent little story in there. Uh, the gore is fantastic. Uh, if you do those blocks just just right, that's when you can get those finishing moves. You know, like those slow motion, like the broomstick through the face. Like that is a magnificent move. I don't know if you guys also have the one where you punch through the face and you pull out their brain. It is horrifying it, it really is yep, like, right like, so one of the things about that game mag that i just want to add caveat yeah. to what you're saying is that it the you talk about gore yes if you like aim for the face yeah and you you start cutting pieces off like, oh, dude. The, and when if they grab onto you see the jaw is hanging and it's just s- like meat is missing it's yep. disgusting I know I love it though. It's so gross, but it's wonderful. I mean, go hit somebody with a tire iron in the face, and then obviously you see like the teeth of the bottom of the jaw dangling, and you're just like, oh my god. I'm like half the time I'm just screaming at the TV. So uh it's wonderful. Uh so that's number two. The other one, which I just got uh, which I just got the hundred percent completion on, and man, was that tough. Uh Jedi Survivor. Getting a hundred percent on Jedi Survivor, on any of those Jedi Fallen Order or Survivor with that bloody map is tough <laughs> because you mm-hmm. probably the worst part of the game. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, and it's the worst part of both of games. And I and yeah. my I remember my wife came down and she was watching me play for a minute. She's like, "How can you even read this map?" And of course, my answer was, "I don't know. I don't <laughs> even know how I'm reading this map." But either way, I got a hundred percent completion on that. That was tough. Uh, but what a fantastic game in total. They added so many new elements to it. Uh, they added um, a, a whole bunch of different side quests, bounties. That was a big thing where they had a whole bounty section. You can go to a cantina and, and there was a Twi'lek in there. And the Twi'lek would give you, um, uh, she would give you like bounties. So you'd have to go to different planets and hunt down these like mini bosses, right? Fantastic side stuff on top of the, a great story. So that was an excellent one. Now for my top two. These are tied for first place. So those are three. My top two for first place, Resident Evil 4 Remake. I finished it eight times to get the the platinum. Well, that's how many times you got got to do it at least seven times to get the platinum. And uh, I did this on on PlayStation 5. Uh, And uh, I got the platinum on that one. That was another tough one. Uh, But, man, like, you know, finishing Resident Evil 4 with just a knife like holy mackerel, that was tough. Good so, on you, brother. Wow. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was what a fantastic game. Uh, and then, of course, there it is—the one and only Avada Kedavra himself, Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy, folks. The game of the year so far. I mean, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. Open world. Can you give me anything else? I got a thousand out of a thousand, and I played on. I played it on Xbox, folks. Okay, I'm not always a pony. So I played it on Xbox. I got a thousand out of a thousand. My wife got a thousand out of a thousand. And you know what's funny? Uh, she said to me again, she said, Do you want to get it on PlayStation and then we can get the platinum as well? And I'm like, Okay, let's just calm down. Okay. We don't have that much time on our hands. So uh, what a fantastic game. So I would say that tied for first place, Resident Evil 4 and Hogwarts Legacy, that rounds out my top five of the game so far. Now, before I pass off the mic to someone else, I just want to bring honorable mentions. 
to Hi-Fi Rush that came out early in the year. I believe it was the second week of January. What a fun yes. little game. I really enjoyed myself. Um, and then there's games that I haven't even started yet. Like, for example, Zelda, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Bought I'm at it. Fourth boss right now. What a oh, what it? a what an amazing. I mean, wow, dude. Okay, this. so there there's another one I haven't even started yet. Uh, I did buy it. My kids haven't touched it. I haven't touched it yet, so it's still sitting there. Uh, the other one, which I haven't even purchased yet, I'll wait for a sale. Final Fantasy 16. I know it's a very polarizing game, but some people are saying it's great. Some people are saying it's mid. But for the most part, I'm hearing that it's a really great experience. I heard mo- so most most of the feedback I got was actually that it's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's just that some of the story beats are really like drawn out where you're like, you take like one step and then a story kicks in. You're like, all right. And then you're like, oh, good. I got control of the character. You take like half a step and all of a sudden another step. I'm like, come on. And then all of a sudden it's back to a cutscene. But, anyways, besides that, I heard it's a great game. Then, guys, 2023 ain't over. Here we're going to talk about games. We're not going to talk about them, but we've got Starfield that's not even out yet. We've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, not even out yet. We've got Assassin's Creed Mirage. We have Alan Wake 2. Uh, if you're into the racing sims, you've got Forza Motorsport. You've got Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 5. Holy macro! What a great yeah. way to round out this year. And you, so, you didn't oh, Starfield. <laughs> no, I did say Starfield. Did I? That was his first one. What do you miss? Oh, that was my first was, one. Okay, man. I, I thought what, the, what he I missed is Mario Wonder. Oh, there's what? Yeah. What nonsense oh, is that? Mario Wonder. Yes. Okay, dude. that's coming too. Now listen, and and, if, and of course, I don't know. AKA if I mentioned Elephant Tusk Mario. Go for it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Alan Wake too. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I'm three quarters through the remake or the remaster right now, uh, just to you know freshen up on this story. And Alan Wake two looks fire. So I'm really it looking forward really to all good, those. Games. So what a heck of a great 2023. And I know, like I said, some people are saying it's a little bit light. It ain't light. It's there if you look for <laughs> it. And this doesn't even include indie games, uh, unexpected games, games that like even other games, like for example, like Atomic Heart. I didn't really get into it. Whoa long. People really enjoyed those games too, but weren't my bag. Anyway, those are my five. And, those are, and then that, that's another six games we got to look forward to for the rest of the year. I mean, there, there really is a lot uh, on the horizon. There's already a lot behind us. Um, listen, it, it, my list is my list is going to be a bit wacky. It's going to have a couple of bangers in there, obviously, but a couple of smaller ones as well. Hargeet, for you, brother, what is your your top five picks so far of the year? You play a lot of games, dude. But not a lot of the ones from this year. So a lot of those games you mentioned, I haven't even played yet. So wow. my five, I have Zelda as number one. Uh, okay. that, that, that is the gaudy already. Uh, unless something can supplant it, which hasn't happened yet. Uh, Hogwarts, Hi-Fi, Wolong, and then I'll round it out with Ravenlock and an honorable mention of Street Fighter. Uh, but there are so many games I haven't played. Diablo I haven't played. Final Fantasy I haven't played. Jedi Survivor, I mean, I'm not going to play a Star Wars game, but, you know, uh, Jedi Survivor, and, yeah. and there's just so many more, uh, like the remakes, right? RE4, uh, Dead Space. Uh, there's also the remaster of uh, Metroid Prime that came out, which is the uh, second. Dude, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I forgot. I, I own really that. Put, that's really good. <laughs> I haven't booted um, it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so this year is is crazy. And it's a very Nintendo heavy year, right? Like we, we still have uh, Super Mario, you know, Mario Wonder to come out, but. Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 3 is also one of the top games. Uh, and, you know, Tents and Trees, for some reason, is one of the top games. They're like, out of the top 10, I think five of them are Switch. Switch-only games. 
Uh, it's it's pretty crazy how how much they have. Pikmin Four just came out, and that's a pretty highly rated game. But you know, there's 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 a lot going on. Uh, you know, as far as things that are coming, this one's tough for me. Uh, Starfield is certainly one of the ones that I was very much looking forward to, and I still am. But then there's Mario, and I like Mario games to me are like the pinnacle of of platformer, and I always look forward to the mainline Mario games. So I'm I'm like split between those two. Starfield looks like you know after that that uh, direct that they had in June, uh, it it just seems like it's going to be really really good. And so I'm really looking for. I hope it lands. I hope it does very well. Uh, and that could easily be a mid '90s game, right? So if it if it can land and get a mid '90s meta, that is fantastic. It, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But I can see Mario doing the same thing, right? So if anything's going to supplant uh you know zelda as the game of the year it's gonna be mario it's it's potentially starfield uh yeah. i don't know that anything else could maybe maybe baldur's gate 3 right because larian usually hits pretty well it it's possible that that could be one of the contenders that hits it but uh you know everything else uh, i'm not sure it'll go that far i you know spider-man 2 i you know this is one of those oddities of like is uh, is is that gonna like automatically be in game of the year because it's the sony game uh, it, even if it doesn't deserve it, I don't know. I just, yeah, if but, it was, if, if, if this year is too stacked to allow yeah, for that, or all the other games, it's going to be hard yeah. to do. And, you know, it's up to the reviewers, but I mean, Street Fighter six is a 92 meta. Just think about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot crazy. I own that too. <laughs> right. Really and so isn't it like, funny how that happens? <laughs> it's a crazy year. I don't know what MK One's gonna do, right? That's also looking pretty crazy. Oh, Isn't I forgot this year about as that. well. Oh yeah, Border Combat, dude. You know, oh, yeah. who knows? <laughs> forgot about MK One. And, and, and don't then, forget the Cyberpunk reboot. That's basically. Oh my Cyberpunk god! Reboot. Does that Come count? on, it's DLC, right? So, uh, well, I'm not the whole game that. is the, the whole game is like basically like a remake because they've know, redone they're, everything. They're adding a lot of things that weren't there. Yeah. Cocoon is another one to look out for. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's one of the the. Uh, duo of devs that uh, split up that made like a limbo and, and those kind of games right so yeah uh, oh, cool. yeah right so cocoon looks like it could be pretty good mm. um anyway so yeah as far as my my top five i have not played a lot of games that's kind of the problem uh so like hogwarts is one of the top ones tears of the kingdom is one of the top ones for me but there's so many that i haven't even gotten to yet uh so that's that's unfortunately I've, I've been playing a lot of the older games like grounded i put a lot of time into grounded uh, but that doesn't count, I guess, unless you count DLC, because they've added right, a bunch well. of DLC. <laughs> but you know, it's funny you didn't mention Diablo Four either. I have not played that yet either. Me either. Exactly, and, and I'm waiting because I know <clears throat> ABK is going to be done, and then it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah, so damn right it is. I paid for it already, so I, they got my money. But I mean, if you waited this long, yeah, you might as well just wait it. Yeah, yeah, I'll just point. wait. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. It'll, it'll come to Game Pass. It better be there September. That's I, true. I, that's true. I never thought of it. Yeah, we yeah. got to remember that it'll eventually get to Game Pass. Same thing with same thing with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, for that yeah, matter. It, it's going to be in there in November. Yeah. That's going to be a. I'm you think you, so? Yeah, I hundred percent do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that the new, the new ten-year deal that Jim Ryan and company signed negates the old deal. Uh, and uh, we, uh, Jim Ryan said it himself that he did not want to market a game, pay for marketing of a game that's going to be looked upon as an Xbox first-party game. It makes yeah. sense, business sense. It makes it, 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 so get that money if back. They don't have the marketing, and they yeah. relinquish their rights for it. And they don't have to pay all that ex ex exuberant amount of money 
then the, obviously Xbox is going to have it. And, you know, we don't know what that 10 year deal says, but I'm sure that 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 current contract that's going to go into effect the minute ABK becomes uh, Microsoft property negates the old deals. So we we will certainly that'd see. be a wild second half for Game Pass. If uh, it would if be ridiculous, yeah. Starfield <laughs> September. You have October for Motorsport, and November would be Call of Duty. Oh my God! Like seriously, and if they pull yeah. off December Stalker, my God, dude! Oh, I forgot about <laughs> Just, that one. Yeah, yeah Star- you see what's happening here, guys. Playable. Yes. How, do, how do you how do you have your list under twenty games? I was gonna say, you know, it, it seems like as each person speaks, the 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 list grows exponentially. It's actually quite remarkable. It's, it's like ridiculous. all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I forgot about that. And all of a sudden, we got 15, 20, 25 games. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you still have that Jeez. game coming out. Uh, I think the end of the month by Focus Entertainment, the one in the sand. Um... Oh yeah, yeah. What the hell's the name of it? Uh, Atlas, 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 Atlas Fallen. Yes, yes dude, mm-hmm. that looks freaking, dude, so absolutely, good. it looks phenomenally good. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Listen, before we bring in OBM, uh, I got to catch up with Super Chats. We have another one from the Black Harry Potter who says, in all caps, <laughs> "Mag, did we just become best friends? <laughs> I think so. Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy still my game of the year." Yes, he's Black, not wrong. Yeah, Hogwarts Black Harry is. Let me tell you something. What when you look at Hogwarts, or, and I, before you even play it, mm-hmm. this game had the potential to be a complete disaster, right? Because yeah. we move, move, you know, I, movie IPs usually don't work out. <coughs> and my goodness, what a masterclass achievement! And Hogwarts is probably one of my favorite games of the year. There's just there's no doubt about it. I mean, and again, when you get that broom. That whole world opens up. It's it's, it's crazy good. But uh, OBM, what 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 are your your five picks for the year, sir? Well, you know everything was going really well until people started speaking. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, so let, let's just recap what's coming. I got the list. We'll just keep building on it. We got Alan Wake, Spider Man, Forza, Starfield. Don't forget Baldur's Gate three, which is uh, pre ordered for me and and. One of my top games of the year. Uh, Cyberpunk is being re- basically rebooted, not just the DLC, but they have yeah. redone everything uh, from that campaign. It's basically like they're relaunching it. Uh, we got fighting games galore this year. Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Stalker 2, maybe. Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed are, are you know, your your standard bearers. So, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I don't. And, and, and of course... Once we download Starfield, you're pretty much everything else goes into your backlog. So, oh my yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're looking at. And, and you know, like even like you, some of the stuff you guys are naming off so far this year, I forgot. I When Hogwarts came out, I actually uh, was playing Witcher 3 for the first time or finishing it for the first time. So I kind of had an open world burnout. I didn't even uh, didn't even consider it. Forgot that was even out this year. I forgot I bought fi- uh, Street Fighter Six. Uh, so thanks for the reminder. I need to go play that. Uh, I haven't turned that on yet. Um, I put ten hours into Zelda and got sidetracked, so uh, I can't put that on my list yet. I Final Fantasy does look like a game I may consider, but again, with so many things, it's like, well, why not just wait for that to go on sale? Because uh, I do like, even though I'm not into Final Fantasy, you know, for the last, there's this one feels. Uh, Devil May Cry, which is a game that I 
really do like. Um, and then, yeah, some of the smaller ones. I think there's like a, a few that slipped under the radar. Well, long, I really enjoyed uh, Planet of Lana has some of the best music, I think, uh, from this generation. Uh, if, if you haven't played that yet, just kind of sit back and chill. That music is, is amazing. Uh, and Remnant 2, I just started it. I can't put it on the list right now, but I have a good feeling about it because uh, I did like the first one and this one seems better in every way. So on my list, uh, I'm going to start number five. I, I did buy into the hype in initially uh, with Diablo 4. I was not a Diablo gamer before. Uh, that campaign was pretty damn good. I will say, you know, at, at the end, I decided not to suck myself too far into the grind just because of everything else out this year. I wanted to experience some other games. So I had that at my number five. Uh, camp, the the cutscenes and the story surprised me. They were really good. Uh, the the gameplay loot's addicting. I will. I'm not totally sure about the end game yet, though. And that might just be. I'm just may not be your end game looter guy. So uh, I, I did do a capstone that was a lot of fun, and then I fell off pretty quick. Next up is Hi-Fi Rush, which is basically Sega Dreamcast reincarnated. Yes. <laughs> you know, it has for anybody that was a Sega fan uh, over the years. That has the most old school Sega game in the new, you know, new school era uh, of anything that's come out recently. So uh, really enjoyed that just honestly. Uh, and I'm not really a rhythm game guy just for the, just the vibe, you know, the music, the looks, everything. Uh, and it was, it was fun once you kind of finally got the rhythm down somewhat. I, I do. I did notice my rhythm is not as good as it was when I was a lot younger. <laughs> um, and then it, it gets really damn tough. Um, and I probably uh, will flip flop on the top three, depending on what time of day you're asking me. Um, number three, I barely have in here dead space. I, I didn't play this one on the 360. I was, uh, that was my, my multiple year break from gaming what uh, yeah i i took like four about four years off from gaming when i was what, did you get blipped life. out from thanos what the hell happened <laughs> long story <laughs> long story I, I you know i had to get i had to get things in order so i uh, i took a break and then i kind of got sucked back in early on the uh last generation but uh but i i knew it was out there and i did even go i i, I caught a lot of the games that i missed on backwards compatibility uh backwards you know through backwards compatibility on the the xbox one but that one was 720 and it was 1080 i can handle 720 was really muddy <laughs> so I, I i just once i heard there was a remake i just held off and waited and i'm glad i did because that was um it made me really miss you know it reminded me like 360 generation uh 360 ps3 generation I really like the the pacing and the level designs and, you know, even the game lengths of those games. And, and the fact that, you know, that you immediately beat it and you, you, and you immediately feel like play, starting over again, you know, just to kind of go through with your level up uh, character. That was uh, pretty amazing, a uh, great atmosphere. And I think, Mag, you hit everything else. Uh, and now I'm stuck between uh, RE4, which... I am a, not like Mag. I'm not on my seventh playthrough. I am on my fourth, which doesn't happen very often. With, Isn't uh, it addictive though? Like it it's is. so bloody good. You just keep. I'm going on my back. third one now. I'm on my third oh. one. Yeah, it's it's well, just it, it just keeps getting better, man. You know that is a brilliant. Like I wish more games would do that, where you just kind of you start the next you start the next round with, you know, with with your 
old gear and you're yes. leveled up. And it's like, I just want to see what this feels like to go through this level that I had a hard time with, with the new gear. And before you know, it, you're at the end of the game again, you know, and then you do it again because you got the rocket launcher now. And oh, yes. And now you got to go through the rocket launcher playthrough. So, and now you're like souped up and you're like, well, now I got to do my speed run, uh, you know, so yeah that's how that works uh it sucks you in pretty quickly and the other one i might be like in the minority it sounds like on this but jedi survivor despite its performance issues was another game that i thought did a pretty good job of kind of blending um a little bit more of like that classic open world you know game design it was a little bit more metrovania ish i uh, i Ever since the first Metroid, I've always been a sucker for Metroidvania. I'm a sucker for all of the, you know, more open uh, Soulsborne games, you know, where you got all these hidden paths and all that stuff. And because I'm not like Meg and I'm not somebody who uh, complete, like, I don't even look at achievements. They ruin games for me. What I know, uh, what I know, I got to go find just, it, it feels like work. Sorry, guys, uh, for all you achievement hunters. But it is I, work. I, I beat I beat games and somehow I have like 25% of the achievements and like all of them. I don't know. I just, I, I don't rush through them. I just screw around. I just don't, I'm just oblivious. I probably, they're probably like, I just walk right by them, you know, like I just need to look on the ground, like pick it up like it's loose change. I never do. Uh, but Jedi Survivor was another one. I, and I started replaying that a second time and I was like, no, wait, I got backlogged. Let's not do that. Um, because it was, it was just fun to play with the, the builds and the, you know, I, I thought that just the way they um, they did the Star Wars license more justice than Disney Channel does these days. Oh, that's for sure. You know? Like yeah. I, well, I the Ahsoka show was supposedly going to be the one to save Star Wars. Let's hope right. so. We'll, we'll see. But I will say, and I, I mentioned this before, for um, if you're an old school Star Wars guy, like when I grew up, the, the OG trilogy was like my favorite thing of all time. I used to carry around the Darth Vader helmet with all the action figures in it. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the X-Wing fighter with Luke Skywalker, you know, with R2-D2 was like my favorite, uh, birthday gift of all time. Um, I was that guy and I kind of fell off with a lot of the new ones. Uh, this kind of brought back to me a lot of the old, um, feel, you know, uh, it, it, and I just thought they did a really good job, you know, capturing, you know, capturing that. Uh, no spoilers in it, but it, it does, you know, it does a really good job kind of blending new and old. And I think, you know, um, just uh, between that and the gameplay, like just experimenting with the different sort of like stances you could have in that game and everything else. So that was a, a, another one that feels highly replayable. I think the only downside of it to me uh, was the performance on the console. Uh, I didn't buy that in my 4090 <laughs> so i did play it on console and i did, dealt with the, the up and down stuff but again it, it was such a good game that eventually i kind of forgot about it so that's my list top 10 or that's top, top 20 <laughs> yeah you know strong list dude a, a great list uh okay, asante let's let, let's get your list that you've been battling back and forth with yeah so a lot of folks have have uh, have uh, um, put forth a lot of great lists lists that that have games on it that I have been playing as well. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna put a little twist on mine, just a little okay, bit of a excellent. twist on mine. Here we go. Every single game I'm gonna mention has to be a game that I have played. If it's not, if I haven't played it, obviously I can't speak to it. But these right. are all the games that I have touched for 2025 so far. And I, like everyone else, 
have cheated and give you a bunch of other ones that, that aren't part of my five. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So, and, and, and let me be clear, recency bias is completely part of the equation here because I'm just going through the games that I've been playing this year so far from when, when this list came out and I was like, hmm, what have I been playing? And much like Boomstick, I refuse to get into anything meaty right now. Pause. Why? <laughs> Why? I had to do one. Everyone's talking not here. Why? Because I'm waiting for Starfield, right? Which, which, which is a big anticipated game. That's that's the game you're gonna get lost in. So yeah. in the short term, I've been playing little small things, but still a lot of really big games hit my list. So here's my list, right? So, and, and in in no certain order, um, recent game that I've been playing, what I've been playing right now that. I'm actually surprised that more people aren't talking about. It. It's actually pretty good for a little game, Double Dragon. Oh man, Very that's good a, game. I almost bought that yesterday too. Like All I right. cannot stop playing that game. It is excellent. It is it is Shredder's Revenge. Good, you know. Okay. Like it, it's very good. Like you know. And, and I'm in I I'm in my game. I'm in my old school kick these days. I'm playing a lot of retro games, yeah. so that fit. Like it's funny. I was playing the OG Double Dragon, Double Dragon, and 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 the Battle Toads together. I was playing that, and then and then and then Everborn called me up and goes, "Have you played this Double Dragon?" I'm like, "Everborn playing a game I haven't played yet. This must stop." And then I bought it, right? And it's really good. Like, it, it, like so. Captures in classics. Uh, yes, 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 I, I think, absolutely. I, I loved. You know, I, I know like these days that stuff seems too too slow for people, but I love mm. the slow because it felt like you were really hitting each other back then, right? Like when you played Double Dragon <laughs> on the NES, like it, and, and because and it was OPM, so slow, it just they felt like heavyweights. <laughs> they leaned into that in a big way. So yes. now the animations when you're turning, you can see him spinning the leg before you connect. And when it connects, it hits at a certain point. So it really leans in on that right. lumbering slow. And some of them are fast. And then you have partners who are literally the tank who walks around like big muscles and whatnot. And and of course, the idea being playing with classes and all of that. It's a small little game, but it has unusual amount of depth. I'm like, wow, this is pretty. Yeah, but they cool, added the, you know? the element of of tagging of of that didn't have had that before. So so many modern features in yes. this seemingly side scroller so, 2D. You know, yeah. Question for you, Kay Asante, since you are the uh, the only one here mentioned that. Uh, how does mm -hmm. this stack up to the um, the street the the Streets of Rage uh, four that came out a couple? It of is ago? it is Streets of Rage level of quality there. Okay, look. Yes. Yeah, it's a different yeah. look, different yeah. style. You know, different gameplay. Right. Some people like the Streets of Rage because it, the Streets of Rage harkened back to that that OG essence, and it looks like they've modernized that. And mm -hmm. in this one. It, it looks it looks a little different, even though it harkens to the old school style, and it plays a little different. It, you know how usually when you play games where they, they go, oh, this is how you remember playing it back in the day, even though it's not, right? The yeah. evolution. This is not exactly that. It's almost like reminding you of, remember how slow these things were? Slow and lumbering, but they're <laughs> like feeding into it. And as you grow and as the, it has, believe it or not, interesting RPG elements that give okay. you access to like, before long, you become really, really powerful in that world. And you're like kicking butt one shot and you're like comboing eight dudes. And it, it's giving you like a lot of credit. It, it's a very fun game. I mean, you know, uh, 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 the next coming, the next game award winner, it is not. But while you're on my page, whereas you're waiting for 
the 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 huge monster that is Starfield to come upon you. Yep. These light small titles are really where where I'm at right now. So so there's that. And okay. I, uh, moving quickly along, I too have fallen for the bug that is known as Diablo Four. Uh oh. Uh, uh, I, I the game is great. <laughs> the game is awesome. I I, I started uh, I started as a sorcerer. So yes, sorry to me, y'all. Those who play who are playing knows exactly know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I recently rolled a necromancer because that's just how it rolls in those kind of games. It, it, it is what it is. But much like the rest of you folks, uh, you know, uh, we are grazers here, as as it were, on, on, on this show. So, you know, so many games have come in and gone out that that I've I've kind of like touched it and then put it back down. I know <laughs> definitively that I yeah, yeah, another pause. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that one. That, that's yeah, right, that, 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 right over my head. I know that I'll eventually go back and play it, but like you folks, I'm not double dipping on this guy. I'm I'm gonna actually wait until it gets into Game Pass so I can play it on the console as well as PC. And I'm not buying the PC version. I have the console version. Shout out to Mr. Boomstick. I have the deluxe edition. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we had some dealings. I ended up with the deluxe edition. It is what it is. That anyway. will be the perfect raw ally <laughs> game, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I hear it's the perfect Steam Deck game, believe it or not, which, which uh, you know, for those who know, is a step down from the ally. So if it plays great on the on the deck, you know your ally is just going to be flying on that thing. So, yes. you know, I'm, I'm going to wait until it comes in terms of Game Pass, and yep. I'll definitely be, be playing into that. So I too will expound on the 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 magic. Even though I hate, I've hated it for a long time, but I hate how much I love this game. Like freaking issues and all, Jedi freaking Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I bought two, count it, two ROG allies on my vacation. Why? Because the first (laughs) one would not play the game. The drivers were having issues. Every five minutes, it would crash. At on vacation at the wash at, at the at the nation's capital, they're like, "Oh, look at all this culture! Look at all this history!" I'm like, "Nah, excuse me, fam. I'm going to Best Buy. I gotta go replace my wrong ally because I gotta play this damn Jedi survivor." <laughs> okay, That's this is been doing, and I still haven't finished it because I love the game. It, it it like as everything OBM is, uh, is talking about, you know, the Metroidvania aspects of it. They 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 hit the tone just right. Just when you get lost, you find something new. You find some mm-hmm. new interesting thing. It is really, really cool. I love it. it it's, it's awesome. It's on my list. I, I love it, right? Uh, um, for, for those out there who know, I am one much like uh, Daniel McGee. Shout out to him. Uh, uh, I appreciate them. But much like, much like how Jan- Daniel McGee uh, considers them, he is in Star Trek, and he's looking down on them from his, pl- uh, from his ship while they're, they're eating where where they're eating fud and playing with poop and they and he's happy with them. I always look at the at the at the, uh, the what do you call it the the abacus fans the same way. But Tears of the Kingdom, believe it or not, transcends above the abacus. Absolutely, I, I think uh, Tears of the Kingdom is one of the most amazing achievements ever made. Like it is mm. so good. They there are features in that game that should be in every game. You you know how a feature shows up and you're just like okay. Whether this game is successful or not, I hope people steal this feature for every other game. The way they add elements to arrows should be in the next, like, uh, um, 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 what do you call it, uh, Aloy game, because she also uses both. Bo- like, you can, mm. you're like, steal that, because that is amazing. Like, they are very good at, like, uh, while, while people are innovating, 
in graphics and innovating and all that. They're innovating in systems and innovating in, in, in how to, to get you to play the same game in the same style you know, but in a different way, right? How to get you to play a list game without a single list, right? Which is literally or, what Or play a here. puzzle game with you thinking you're playing an action-adventure. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. They are they are wizards, right? And, and, and they can make even the abacus shine. And in this instance, they've done exactly the same. So... So, like, Tears of the Kingdom is definitely on my list. Uh, let's see. Where, where am I right now here? So, one, two, three, four, Tears of the Kingdom. Five would be, see, here's the problem. Here's where I start to cheat, right? Because five should be Hogwarts Legacy. 100%. Because I played the hell out of that game, and I'm still playing it again. I'm rolling another character right now. I've played it on console, and I'm, not, I'm now playing it on Steam. Like, it is amazing. But yeah. if I say five is my, my fifth game, then I am disrespecting the brilliance that is Hi-Fi Rush. Mm -hmm. oh, so I don't my. know. Like I, I'm stuck in between the two of those, right? But for me, it's both of those. Uh, I will cheat and say I can't I can't pick between either, either one or two because I've beaten Hi-Fi Rush at least four times now. It's amazing. To me, Hi-Fi Rush is beyond reproach. It's amazing. And then, of course, we will do our quick... Uh, uh, um, 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 honorable mentions here. Uh, Humanity on PS5. If you haven't played Humanity, go play it. It's actually pretty damn good. It's weird. It's a puzzle game. It's almost Tetris-like, and it's amazing. Like it's oh, it's wow. really good. Humanity is excellent. People should play more of that. Uh, uh, Atomic Heart. For all the plus and minuses it got, I just gave uh, uh, I just gave Tears of the Kingdom all these flowers because it has a feature that you want others to steal when you walk into a room. And you like Magneto, just like suck in everything you need from a from a resource perspective while <clears throat> destroying the room at the same time. It it does not get old. It's the most satisfying thing. No matter how how that game turned out, walking into room and resource gathering is the best thing ever in that game. So and much I think better than opening it. every little drawer, right? Like screw that, right? <laughs> like you you should you should the game should be you start off checking a drawer, checking this, checking that. And at the end, you are God among men. You open the door and everything just walks towards you, which is, which is, which is what like Atomic Heart is. It's, it's amazing when it comes to that. And then, of course, my last two cheats, Fist and Midnight Suns, games that came out in oh, 2022 yeah. that I did not play, but now I'm playing them now, and yeah. they are fan-freaking-tastic. And I could go on, because there's a lot more that could be on this yeah. list. Yeah. You know, there's one we all forgot. Lords of the Fallen is coming. Oh, yes. oh yeah. All right. And yeah. that's yeah, the yeah, list. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, you know, and that that looks hot, man. Looks great. Eyes of P is around the corner as well. Eyes of P. If they could fix that dodge, let's see what uh -huh. happens. Instead of the little <laughs> prance. You know, <laughs> my like, list that doesn't have any of the future stuff. But if if it did have the future stuff, Wayfinder, Lies of P, like there's just too many of them. Too so, many. There, so now, really like, is. this is like another show. It's like, what are you gonna do with? I, like, I'm counting now, like, what almost 15 games coming that we've uh -huh. mentioned that are significant, like significant. Uh -huh. Like, none of these are nobodies, and yeah. uh, coming for the second half of this year. It's like you're, and you're gonna probably, and a few of them are just massive, right? Like, if you play Starfield, you won't have time for much. If you play Baldur's Gate, you won't have time for much. If you play yep. Cyberpunk, you won't have time for much. Else. Yeah. See, like, and, and I didn't I didn't even mention the Cyberpunk game, which let me be clear, Cyberpunk got me to to upgrade to the beast that I am running right now because I needed to play that game as full fidelity. Right? Yeah. Like I love Cyberpunk with my whole Alvin just mentioned it's Dharma not even Core on this 6. list. That's another it's another big yeah. one. That that's gonna be dope. 
you know, so there's too much going on these days. There's too much, but yeah, games that oh come out God. of the woodwork. And uh, Ubisoft not only has AC Mirage, they also mm-hmm. have Avatar, which yep. looks December. way better than it needed to be. And I, when I watched that five minute, eight minute, whatever it was, a gameplay mm-hmm. reveal, and then Nominal. they showed the game, and then they showed not only that you could play it, the full game in co op. And I'm like, this looks incredible. That was another one that looked amazing. So Mag, that's, bro, I think that's late I, I December. I hope you're right. Crazy I really year, hope. Man. Mag, uh, uh, that game needs, it needs to be good. Because I want to see Ubisoft come back in some way they to their will. prominence. They will. Uh, they have a bunch of stuff coming up. I mean, yeah. starting with Mirage and now uh, Avatar and then, well, other things down the road. But the thing is, when those other things do come down, I mean, they, you know, you're not one of the biggest publishers in the world by constantly releasing crap. You can have bad couple of years, yeah. Mm. you know, but like look at AC Valhalla was the number one selling Assassin's Creed of all time. So they're doing well when they do well, but they got to hit the mark. You're right. They've, they've, they've stumbled the last couple of years and uh, they need to come back to prominence. No question. Yeah. It, it's hilarious how people, people give them short shrift, but if you look at your history, if you look at your game, game, uh, dude, I, I'm a I am the Assassin's Creed player of all time. Like yeah, I man. play all of them, at least a hundred hours. So they yep. need yeah. to come back strong. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, folks, you've heard everyone. So you can, now you can hear mine. Uh, okay, so, Ooh, yeah. so, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, the host gets to talk. You forgot about, about the host. I'm I'm gonna th- listen. I'm gonna throw one out there that no one talked about, that no one played. Uh, I have hours and hours of footage recorded. Warhammer bolt gun, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, if you are an old school Doom cat like myself, a Wolfenstein, it is so freaking good. It is so addictive. It is so. Old school, but new school at the same time. I absolutely could not stop playing it. Uh, Dead Island 2 for me, it's just, I can't, I can't stop playing it. Like when I'm not thinking, when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about playing it. It is so freaking, it has no right to be as good as it is with the development hell that it was in for over nine years. And like I said, this, this game touched like five different studios. That's crazy. This game should have been a pile of you know what, and it's not. It's it's phenomenal. The gore factor is crazy. Um, Resident Evil Four. I'm on my third run now. It's just, you know, Capcom has just figured out a way to just do everything you could possibly do to faithfully recreate some of the most iconic old games mm-hmm. uh resident evil 2 is a perfect example that's still resident evil 298 is still my favorite game of all time only slightly followed by resident evil 2 um 19 which is the remake um but resident evil 4 is just phenomenal uh that's three already um and you know obviously uh the two that are fighting for first place right now that are going to potentially be my game of the year unless Starfield comes in and just wipes the floor with both of them is Hogwarts and Tears of the Kingdom. Both games are just masterclass achievements of open world games. Zelda just, man, it, it's it's not, for me, it's just not the, oh, it's a Zelda game, it's a Nintendo game, so you got to be a fan because of the lore. It's everything that they do in this game is so bombastic. You say to yourself, a case said it perfectly. 
how come the games aren't using this? There are so the building mechanics on what you can build in Tears of the Kingdom. I fought a boss in the air. Like there's a there's like this big mountain boss thingamajig that you have to you have to get you have to literally put this put put this flying machine together and you launch and you're 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 literally in an air battle with this giant boss. The building is so bonkers that it it doesn't even it, I don't even know how this thing exists because you can if you could dream it you could probably freaking build it. Uh, and Hogwarts Legacy is just masterclass. Um, it's every I'm a map guy. I, everyone that, that that follows me knows that I'm a like like I love big maps and I love a lot of things to do. And Hogwarts just once you get that broom, you could be I, I would lose myself for six seven hours at a clip in in Hogwarts. It's just was brilliant. Um, I mean. I'm going to have to cheat here also and then add Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush is another game that comes from a studio that most people didn't even know Microsoft owned. Like, most people were like, who who are these guys? Oh, they're only known for horror games. And then here we go, and, and, and we, we get this anime-inspired rhythm game that is just, again, top-class Um I mean that that's that's my list. I mean I I mean I could I could probably give you another five, but it, it, it give, if, at least for me this year, it's going to be very hard to nail down ten games in a row and be like, okay, these made it, but I, all of these other ones just got the shaft. I mean, because like I said, for me, like motorsport wouldn't be on that list anyway because I like Horizon more than I like motorsport. But of course, I'm going to play it. Starfield looks to be one of those games that like like Hogwarts just gives you a map and you just go crazy and and for luckily luckily for me it's the universe it's just i'm going to be able to go anywhere i want travel to a thousand different planets and that's before any uh, any dlc is added or mods from community which you know someone's going to build us uh, you know a, um a fallout world <laughs> that you're going to land on it's going to be like fallout 76 you're like my god this is I'm not, I'm never leaving. I, Boom. I, I don't think people realize, like, especially people that, that have not yet like engrossed themselves into like Bethesda games and, and maybe they're going to give it their first time here because it's on game pass. I don't think people realize how much time you'll be able to seek it. Like I, I'm not even delusion <laughs> putting, giving myself any delusion that I'm going to be anywhere close to complete or like at some point, I'm just going to have to just keep mixing it, mix it again with all the other games like it's uh like a multiplayer game because even skyrim like people do, i know people that that play that multiple times a year through the campaign with different yes. mods and it might be a multi-generational kind of game I where you could still so. revisit it 10 years later and go yeah. do something because you know some people are going to spend like three days like mining ore with a laser cutter or something right <laughs> and then you know you'll be able to build your giant whatever uh ship and what notaries that's the kind of stuff that, that will carry on into not only this generation, then the next generation, then they'll do an anniversary edition. Yeah. And you don't even have to like even just buy a new one. It's just being able to continuously add on to the game that you could play for literally over a decade. Save anywhere across all your different yeah. like, that's, well, that's what I'm they, saying. They, they, that's they just confirmed that uh, you know, that you're gonna be able to you know play on your console and then go right over to like your ROG ally 
Yep. And there start it up and your save is it it just continues and you stop there and you go back to your Xbox and, and you're good to go, which is why I really have a ROG ally. It, it's really mm. gonna be the Starfield shit yeah. Starfield grind. <laughs> yes, man. It's like it a is. like a what the hell is it called? Like, like a mobile game. Like you can play Candy Crush 10 years ago. You can play Candy Crush 10 years from now and just continue your progress. And it's not going to do it. This is the kind of idea. It's the idea is that you're going to keep people engaged for many years. right? And I've mentioned it multiple times when we've been on this podcast, but, but go keep looking at where Skyrim ranks. Uh, That's a game that came out. What year did that come out? 2000. Uh, Jeez. It It was 360. I think it was 2013 or 2014. No, 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 2012, because the 10-year anniversary. They just had the 10th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. The 10-year anniversary a, was two years ago, so, or last a, year, excuse me. A 12-year-old game is – if, if you go, if you take it a step further and don't just filter by overall, you know, most played games, but go by single-player games. It's in the top three constantly of single-player yeah, number no, November 2011, 11, sorry. 2011. Gee sorry, whiz. thank you, chat. It's it's crazy, but and yeah. and this is going to be bigger, and the mods are going to be crazier, <laughs> and this is going to be on more devices, and so yeah, this like like I've I've I, I hear you about pacing yourself, but I'm just like I'm just going to approach that like I'm not. You're, this is not something you go in trying to eat, you know eat the whole buffet in a in a weekend. <laughs> you know? I love it. That's good stuff. <laughs> you don't you don't eat this the way Hargi eats his hot chip challenge chips. Oh my goodness! No, that you, de- <laughs> you definitely don't do that. But listen, uh, real quick before we move on to the next topic, and I think this one is this one is very interesting. Uh, this the first opening topic was fun. Uh, everyone got a chance to talk about games, which is really what we enjoy doing because we are a talk show about games. Uh, I, w- I really want to focus on the remainder of the year for these shows. Uh, there are three big ones coming, folks. Uh, the two that are on tap for the conversation this evening are going to be Gamescom, which uh, there are a couple of big news beats regarding that. Uh, the Tokyo Game Show uh, is expected, and this was announced by the the people that have that show, it is going to be the biggest one in the history of the Tokyo Game Show. Uh, I have a feeling that Microsoft is going to be there with a surprise. I don't have that on good authority. It's just a hunch. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. We have a, a couple super chats here. We have Dean Rivera. What's up, Dean? How you doing? Welcome back. He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says this. If I'm going to play Starfield on Game Pass, can I buy the $30 early access pass and still get to play it early. I'm pretty sure you yes. can. Yes. Yeah, yes. You, can, I, yes. you absolutely it's can. It's the same as Forza Horizon 5. Remember that? Literally, so, yes, literally the same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. There you go. So spend the 30 bucks and you, you get early access as well. He says, uh, so yes, yeah, so, so, so that's that, that. Thanks so much for the super chat, brother. We have Igmatic Dreams drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I want an OG Resident Evil with tank control style game. I know there's one called Echoes of the Living coming out soon. Everyone should check that out. I did not even hear about that. And tank controls? Man, I mean, ouch. Uh, Nostalgia has a hell of a journey. This is the reason why I have arthritis at 48. So no thanks. I, I, I don't want to go back to the tank controls. Oh, my goodness. And the camera angles. It was, was just, oh, my you know, God. You remember those? That, that, yeah, you get the the, the big the, you get the one on the corner, and you, you you turn around and you get your face eaten by zombies. It's not well, cool. It's, you know, I can't I can't judge anything because like we just talked about you know uh, Double Dragon, and, and there's just something I think the kids will just never understand. You know, like why this like you pick it up and it just takes you back and it feels good, and you know, like uh, uh, yeah, I 
I, I get it, but I yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys though. I can't go back to that. That yeah, was, I, that I was frustrating I, for that was frustrating for its time, to be honest with you. For me, I I don't know if I could go back to it, but listen, I, a new game with old controls, I I would I might give it a shot. I definitely want to give it a shot, but. So, um, Hargeet, I want to start first with you. Um, we we know that we have we have um, Tokyo Game Show in September. Obviously, we have coming up very soon is going to be Gamescom, and uh, we already know Phil and team are going to be out there. There's I don't I I know Phil likes to be here, there, and everywhere, and I know they're finally coming off of the 21 month uh, catastrophe of trying to get this ABK deal done. Thankfully, that's going to be done by, by the end of August. Um, I don't think if you're Phil Spencer, you're flying out there with the team. You announced that you're going to have the biggest booth you've ever had at Gamescom and not bring something with you that we weren't expecting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we know that there's going to be games to play. Stalker 2 is the big draw. They've confirmed, uh, the studio has confirmed, This Microsoft has confirmed, Xbox has confirmed. That's going to be playable. I'm very excited for that. To me, I kind of wonder if that's the December game that you had mentioned earlier. That would be pretty epic if it comes out December. That'd be a, a talk about a four-block month if they can get uh, Stalker in December and, and Call of Duty in November. Wow. I mean, just it's just crazy. And we're not even really talking about uh, the the end of the year, which of course is Keeley's show, the Game Awards, which is expected to levy a lot of surprises, as it always does. But Hargeet, for you, do you think Microsoft is done showing stuff? Because what what I want to bring, <laughs> the evidence I want to bring to the table here, is that Matt Booty himself said, "Hey, listen, if you didn't see something at the June show, don't worry." We still got other shows. So he kind of threw it out there. You know what I'm saying? He didn't He didn't even do it in the sly way. He basically said, hey, listen, there are other shows. Get ready. What are your takes on this? Yeah, so, uh, you know, this is for, for Gamescom. It's their opportunity to showcase some of the European games. We did not see anything with Contraband. Mm-hmm. right? That was announced, was it two years ago, right? Uh, maybe it was three, but, uh, you know. Three, they I think, again, 2020 is when they showed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been a while, and uh, maybe that's that's coming up, and that's from a, a European studio. Um, IO, I believe they're in Europe, right? Yes. So, and they have Project Dragon. Yep. Uh, this could be a chance to reveal that we now know it exists, right? But from the FTC case, we we know that's there now. So maybe it's time to let the cat out of the bag and let's let's find out what that game is about, right? So. Um, that's a potential, right? So it's, it's going to that European theater, obviously stalker. That's going to be another big one. Yeah. Uh, if they're, they're going to have a playable demo, I'm assuming there's going to be something announced at the, at the showcase part of this, right? There's going to be something announced, uh, about stalker too. And I hope that's, uh, you know, it's either coming out at the end of the year or beginning of next year or mid next year or something like that. Right. So we have some sort of time frame um, for, for, for that to come out, uh, along with some sort of trailer, I'm sure. Um, so, so that's, it's kind of their opportunity to kind of, you know, get that European theater, uh, you know, if, if there are any more surprises coming, uh, that, you know, that was the time to bring those out. Uh, and then th- there's, you know, uh, yeah, potential to showcase more about what Forza is going to look like. Uh, and I believe they said they have a lot of stuff going on with Forza and potentially even Starfield. Right. So, uh, so that's uh, something else we want to see, right. Let's, let's see more about those games that's coming out. So. You know, it's time to start showcasing them. 
Um, so that's what I kind of expect for Gamescom. Um, as, as, as far as Tokyo Game Show, the last couple of years have not been a joke. They have been pretty uh, you know, useful. They've been showing a lot of cool things coming over that had usually skipped Xbox. And they also had things like, I think, was it Deathloop was announced there? Yes. Um, so, you know, like, don't expect this to be a nothing, right? It's, it, you know, they, they very likely have, you know, they just did the square thing that could bring fruit to, hey, we're going to bring out a whole bunch of games, right? And they announced that at, at TGS. Uh, these are games that are coming over probably into Game Pass as well, right? Uh, you have potentials with Sega. There's a lot of like hints being dropped about Sega something, right? So, it, you know, barring Still an acquisition, <laughs> right? <laughs> but barring an acquisition, there is uh, potential for them to be bringing other things in, right? So, uh, I do we have a release date yet for the new Sonic? If we don't, that might be a time frame, right? And maybe they yeah. partner there and say, here's they the do release, have a release date coming to Game Pass. Do they if have I'm one now? Yeah, it, it, it's very close to the uh, elephant. Because last stuff. I saw it was oh, yeah. fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last I heard it was fall. Uh, but if they do, right, maybe that's something that comes to Game Pass or something like that, right? So there's potential. There's for been a lot of you know, Sonic teases by my, by, from Microsoft right? the last couple of weeks. Yeah. So maybe something's happening there, right? Uh, you know, they had a, a you know the the um, partnership with uh, Koei. Maybe they have some more stuff coming there, right? And then on and on, right? So uh, I'm not sure if I've seen much with Konami. So uh, did they the Metal Gear Solid reveal was on Sony stage, right? Yes. So yes, maybe correct. there'll be something here uh, on Microsoft stage to showcase something what, what, else. What are the chances, so, Hargi? That Kojima shows something because if in you TGS, remember, I don't think it will be because we know the Keeley, you know, Kojima yeah, the relationship. relationship. Okay, that makes sense. So, if I were to guess, I would expect there and and look, Microsoft wants to make the biggest possible, uh, you Wish. know, showcase yeah. of it and splash mm -hmm. of it, and you know, bringing a Kojima game exclusive to Xbox is going to be a thing. So, yeah. I'm okay. hoping that shows up there. Right, because that's that's exactly up Keeley's alley, and it's something Microsoft wants to do. Showcase it to as many people as possible. Come to our side to, to play this game, right? And then the other one is indie, right? I think Indiana Jones on a big stage like well, that. Here's the thing: movie crossover. It's right up Keeley's alley, right? So that might be something you see there. Did you know that Machine Games is in Sweden? Oh my goodness! <laughs> so I looked it up just to make sure. And they are considered to be a European, you know, part of the European Union, right? So if Gamescom is to showcase, uh, you know, Europe's best talent, could you imagine if the Indiana Jones reveal is at Gamescom? That is another possibility. That is mm -hmm. another possibility. Uh, so that could be a major thing that gets shown there. That'd be an interesting surprise. Uh I'm almost saying I don't know if I like that plan, only because the movie utterly flopped. It did flop really, really bad. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. Um, so wah, maybe wah. distance between the game and the movie would be good. <laughs> yeah. But hey, whatever. It or is maybe what it is, maybe it, it's, a, it's it's a way for people to get that taste out of their mouth, right? Like it's a chaser. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's possible. I mean, yeah. you, you never know. Um, um, I mean. But yeah, I'm hoping indie shows up, right? That's something we've been waiting for. You know, the other things we haven't seen 
our perfect dark. We don't know where that is. Um, uh, State of Decay 3. I don't know what's going on with that one either, right? So that's kind of the other thing that needs to show up at some point. Uh, I think we've gotten an update from pretty much everybody else now, right? I think pretty much everybody else, we've gotten something outside of Double Fine, but Double Fine, they just put their game out in 2021, right? So we'll we'll give them a couple of years to kind of uh, finish up whatever they're working on before they show it. Uh, So yeah, I I think that's kind of the thing. Uh, There was some uh, multiplayer game that, was it? Roadhouse Studio. I can't, it's one of the ones that Bethesda brings to the table. I can't remember the name of the uh, the studio, but there's something that could potentially happen there, and I don't know when they're going to showcase that. Maybe that's still years away, but uh, but they did have some multiplayer game that they were working on. Uh, everybody was thinking it was going to be like a Star Wars game or something like that, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. But that could show up at one of these things too. So, uh, or maybe it's just you know next June, right? We get to see what the heck that is. The Roundhouse, Roundhouse, something like that. I can't remember the name. Roundhouse Studios. Yeah, you're right. Roundhouse. 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 Yeah. Roundhouse. Roundhouse. Sorry, I had to do it. Uh, Roundhouse Studios, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's a potential that we, you know, we haven't heard anything about what, what the heck they're working on. Uh, I don't know when it finishes, but, you know, ABK might be, <laughs> might be close there. And if they're done, uh, you know, there could be some fun announcements with that, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know when the heck we get the announcement. I mean, it makes sense to you know do it at Gamescom or something, but Modern Warfare Three is not officially announced. Uh, it's not. So I, I we, think they're. I think I, honestly, I think they're just waiting. <laughs> honestly, if I had to take yeah. a stab at it, dude, because think think about this. Regardless of uh, of when the ABK deal is done, the announcement that Call of Duty is going into Game Pass day and date is going to stop the world in its tracks. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it would be great to be at a show, but I mean, that's that's going to be that's world breaking news. So, right where do now. you think they announced the big drop of Call of Duties into Game Pass? Like, where does it make the most? Gee whiz, I don't like, know, dude. Hit is it Gamescom? Is it TGAs? Is it its own thing? I think you put it on one of those stages, though. I think you put it you on have like, to do it on one of those stages because it is. Yeah. Yep. I think probably like, something the TGAs. like that. Yeah, right? I think the key TGAs stage, is. Right? <laughs> TGAs is where, yeah, yeah. TGAs is where you you go and pull in those who don't look at your platform normally to say, hey yeah. guys, by the way, remember that console we announced on this stage? Yeah, now it has all the Call of Duty. Yeah, dude. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. So they might wait till that, right, and and bring it all out then, or maybe make a you know ad or whatever, right? It's one of the, <laughs> the intermission ads that they play there, or whatever. Um. But yeah, so that's going to be an interesting announcement. I don't know when we hear about Modern Warfare 3, when we hear about anything else. There's all sorts of games that Activision Blizzard are working on that still haven't been announced, right? So uh, maybe that's all next showcase. Uh, but yeah, that, that's going to be a fun one. At least that you know, huge catalog of games coming into Game Pass mm-hmm. and needs to uh, announce somewhere. And if uh, yeah, I, I agree. They close the deal. It is the best. Yeah, I mean, what if they cl- yeah they could end up closing that deal? Um, God, that, that it's going to get a little bit nuts. Anyways, I'll, I'll wait. I'm just thinking. I mean, the Diablo <laughs> one is probably the one that happens the like first, just because it's the most recent thing, and they yes try to push that in. And maybe if we're you know close enough to closing, they could pull that off into you know Gamescom. Um, but yeah, I think that this is going to be a fun time, right? Like bringing all this catalog of stuff in. Uh, I, I don't know how they're going to do the PC side of it. That's going to be the fun one, but because uh, I think even on the uh, you know the uh, Zenimax side, it took a while for them mm-hmm. to get yeah, the PC did. games in. 
Um, you know, so you have to kind of pull it into the Windows Store or whatever to get that going. Uh, so we'll see what they do with that uh, with ABK. But yeah, it, I think, you know, there's going to be fun with all these content drops. Uh, there's a lot of games. Microsoft has all the excitement going right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that was part of your your thing here is what does Sony do? Because uh, right now the, <laughs> the excitement just isn't there. <laughs> They've announced a bunch of multiplayer games that isn't exactly the bread and butter of what PlayStation players wanted. Uh, so, it, and, and those were all like just CG trailers and you're like, well, what, what are we even looking well, at? Little service games. games so what the heck are you guys showing us? Uh, outside of Spider-Man, there was really just nothing there. And you're like, okay, this is just weird. Um, so we'll, we'll see, right? So all the, the, the fun stuff is kind of coming to the other side. Uh, and you know, we'll see how Microsoft pushes this. You know, it's I funny because uh, I was talking over there that, you know, there are other showcases. Yeah, uh, so. Eric Reed actually in the chat just mentioned says, "Don't forget about the other cons. There are there is QuakeCon and BlizzCon." Yeah, which that's true as well. It's the I mean the new Quake could be and announced. Those are all Microsoft showcases now. <laughs> they, 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 they 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 are they, they are <laughs> again. It's it, it, it's a very exciting time for Xbox fans. Uh, you know it, it you know the ABK watch is is nearly done. And it's going to be, we're all going to be waiting to see when these mega drops, because uh, I, I think they're going to drop 20, 20 games at a clip, you know. And, yeah, and... so the one Japan studio they have, right, the uh, it's Tango Gameworks. Tango Gameworks, yes. They did not showcase what they're working on, right, outside of They are working cause... on, supposedly, Hargeet. Supposedly, one of uh, the Evil uh, Within or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they're actually working, supposedly working on two. Evil Within 3, I think, is a given. But the rumor is that they're working on an anime-inspired JRPG. Yo. <laughs> so imagine if that's an announcement of TGS. I, it, Wait, repeat, uh, that was, nope. repeat what you just said? The, the Tango Gameworks is apparently working oh. on two games, one of which is obviously the easy one, Evil Within 3. But supposedly, according to rumors, they're working on... Uh, a, a second game, which is going to be an anime-inspired JRPG. Oh wow! Okay, that's right. I remember that now. I, I was trying to think. It's like, are they going to be the ones that take over Lost Odyssey? Uh, but that's not really anime. <laughs> but you know, okay. So if they're doing that, I mean, TGS is the perfect place to announce Absolutely that. Absolutely, is exclusive to mm-hmm. Xbox. Yep. Uh, you know, like why not? So that that's kind of the stuff that we should see, right? It's that you get to to get to the Japanese theater. And now that's no longer just a, a passing thing for Xbox. They've been making big announcements. Yeah. Uh, so it could be very, very interesting. Uh, let's see if it, you know, the, this new Square relationship brings out some new stuff, right? Uh, mm. If there's like a, an announced game, can you imagine having a new Square game being announced on the Xbox side? What? Now what that if, would be what, something. <laughs> that would be that would be ridiculous. But what if at TGS? They announced Final Fantasy VII Remake finally launching onto the Xbox. My goodness. That's a big one. <laughs> My goodness. That's a big right? one. I don't know if that's, you know, if that wasn't coming because of Sony or if that wasn't coming because uh, Square's relationship with Xbox had been soured. Yeah. Right? Well, if that's the case with the new CEO, that very well could be like, okay, we don't care. We just need money. So we're putting mm-hmm. it on Xbox. So let's make the port. You know, mid next year, it's coming out on Xbox. Like, why not? Right? Like, heck yeah, bring it. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely. Listen, Mag, let, 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 let's get you in yes, on the sir. conversation here, fella. Uh, yeah. Tokyo Game Show, big. It's going to be the biggest one in the show's history. 
that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you know, her, me and Hargit were just going back and forth. We think was going to be there, but I really think the zinger here. And again, just I'm going based on writing on the wall. I, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I raise my hand and I'll, and, and I'll take the dunce cap. It's not a problem. But Phil Spencer's flying out to Germany. That's confirmed. Mm-hmm. What is also confirmed is that this is the biggest booth they have ever put together in Gamescom history. I, yep. I, I, I don't I don't think that you get the team to fly out to Germany and you make this big spectacle booth if you <laughs> At number three in, in in the rankings, if you're not going to sub- drop a megaton, I mean, yep. am I am I reading the tea leaves wrong here, sir? No, not at all. I mean, unless there's two for one schnitzel uh, deals that are going on, that's the only other reason the team is going to fly out there early. Hey, man, the schnitzels are excellent. Anyways, in all seriousness, here's the thing: you're absolutely right. Is that usually, normally, I think if we go by uh, history, is that Gamescom has always been sort of a on-the-floor demo sort of con, right? Where they actually have the games to be playable as opposed to massive reveals. A lot Mm -hmm. of the games, a lot of what shows up at the Gamescons are things that have already been revealed, and now you get, you finally get a chance to actually get your hands on them, right? So that, that, that has been the focus. However, I think that that's going to change because E3 is dead. So now there is no E3. There is no other forum except for like their personal ones. If they do like a, a game, sh- like a personal Xbox game showcase or a PlayStation showcase. Other than that, there are no other big forums. So th- to get the maximum amount of impact, you're not going to get as many people checking out the Xbox game showcase or the Sony or the PlayStation game showcase on their own. Right to reach maximum impact, you want to do it where it's at a multi, uh, you know, a multi-console or multi-company uh, sort of uh, event like that, where you get people from all walks of life come in there, and you get even more uh, media attention. Right at that point, so this is where I think you should strike. Now, this being the case, <clears throat> okay, we're gonna call even though it's a, even though uh, obviously it's it's a, it's it's uh, based in Europe, these are still considered what you would call quote unquote Western markets. Right. Therefore, being the Western markets, what you want to focus on is you want to focus on the games that are big in the Western world. This now we're not going to reveal Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 there. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is going to be revealed during a war zone event. So they're doing it very much like uh, Fortnite does. You know how Fortnite does those events? And like, you know, all of a sudden this giant Travis Scott is like, you know, uh, running around like King Kong destroying stuff. They do that in the middle of Fortnite events to get people engaged into the game and then, of course, to buy the DLC and whatnot, and then the season passes. Uh, so anyways, that Warf- uh, uh, Modern Warfare 3 is going to be revealed during one of those events uh, in Warzone. Now, that being the case, just because it's going to reveal there, you know, you got to find it's a little bit odd. I mean, it's already August and we haven't even heard a peep yet, right? So obviously, they're hanging on, they're hanging on. I think this is what you do is that at this point, I mean, it's coming towards the end of the month. You gotta shock the world and say that Modern Warfare Three is coming to Game Pass. I think that this is the way. And the thing is, whether the deal is done or not, does that actually? Is there any stipulation that says that you can't do that? I don't think there is. Right. So it, you know, I mean, it, there's nowhere in the documents that's saying, well, if the deal's not closed, you can't have this game in Game Pass or whatever. It doesn't say anything like that. Right. So as far as I know, anyway. Uh, so, you know what? This is where you uh, reveal that uh, Modern Warfare 3 is going to go into Game Pass. You do not mention the back catalog until the ink is dry on the deal. 
that's a whole different situation because then that's something that you want to work out later on down the road where you can actually get the teams to get in there, go into the servers, fix things up, get the, you know what I mean? Get the lobbies up and running. And, uh, and then of course uh, do a big content dump into game pass. Um, however, uh, what you want to do there. So yeah, so that's my first option there. Hargeet uh, um, mentioned Stalker 2, I believe. He uh, he also mentioned IO Interactive with Project Dragon. Maybe that's something else that you talk about there, right? So those are the things that you, you want to say. Like I said, you want to stick to sort of the Western market style games that are going to do uh, well there. Now, to move over to the other side, the Tokyo Game Show. This is an interesting one. Actually, ironically, I find this to be more interesting than the Gamescom situation because this is where we could possibly get bigger reveals. Um, what I mean by that, uh, just as you mentioned, Boom, maybe Tango finally announces their next game because the Hi-Fi Rush thing, don't forget, when they announced it and dropped it, they were already finished the game, which yes. means that they were already well deep in development of the next game, which means they could be polishing that game for all we know. We don't know what's been going on, right? We don't know how far along they are. They could announce something there. That's where Tango can show something there. Uh, another thing they could do, they could talk about, now hold on a second, now hear me out, not show anything, but this is where you could do a proper announcement, a, a title or whatever, uh, uh, maybe maybe even like a little bit of a sneak peek of Hideo Kojima's game for Xbox. That get, that picture of, uh, of Hideo Kojima wearing the Xbox shirt has been making its rounds on social media. <laughs> this is where you strike. So yep. you do that, you show that. However, you, you put a caveat in there. You, you give a little bit of a teaser, and I mean, uh, like, not even a morsel. And why? Because then you could say, if you want to see more, tune into the game show in December for the full worldwide reveal. And you get the world of gaming yes. salivating I love what for you're down there, brother. That's great three marketing. months. You get three months of people going, what the hell is this thing? What is that? What is this? You get people intrigued and interesting. You get the buzz rolling so that when the Game Awards show up, everybody in the gaming world is going to tune in to find out what the hell this guy's working on next. So I say you give them a morsel right now, and then you announce full reveal at the Game Awards. I think that that's a that's genius that's move. Huge, dude. Absolutely. I love it. So that's my call there with that one. The last thing I'm going to mention that, uh, before I pass off the mic is, uh, and actually, I, I do have to actually leave a little earlier tonight. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, work is busting my chops tonight. Uh, <laughs> finances are out of control. Anyways, the, la <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly is the Square Enix partnership. Uh, this is something that they may, just like Boom said, actually, that was something I was thinking about. Maybe they finally announced that Final Fantasy VII situation. They will not talk about Final Fantasy XVI. It's barely yeah. just come out the gate, right, for uh, for Sony. They got that so, for two years from what we understand. Okay, so they're not even going to talk about that. But maybe the Final Fantasy VII. It's been how many years now? Three? Three years? At least. Like, At give least. me a break. Yeah. Uh, although, you know, there could be a flip side to that. I know Colt said it on Monday when I was talking about it with him. And he says maybe they're not saying anything about it until they release all three parts, oh, because maybe. they, okay. you know what I mean. So that kind of deflated me a little bit. But you mm -hmm. never know. You never know what's going to happen. And the last thing, um, oh sorry, there was one more thing in the Gamescom. Maybe at this point, this could be an another one that you could do. Uh, eventually, you could make something of an announcement about Diablo uh, coming to Game Pass at mm -hmm. some point. 
Um, that would be big, yeah. And I think that that's something also, like I said, that's a very Western game. Uh, and also, let's not forget the reason why they're going to announce it in Game Pass is because Everborn paid full price for it. So uh, <laughs> the fact that he – well, there you go, twice. So it should be coming even quicker now. So every time Everborn yeah. buys a game either it's at absolutely full price, guaranteed. That's right. That, yeah. Then it is guaranteed to come into Game Pass within 60, 60 business days. That's uh, not that even Everborn 10 ball ahead. That's, that's legit. That's if nice. you check in the Bible, <laughs> it's the in the Bible. Days? <laughs> Yeah, it's in Ezekiel. It's in the Ezekiel section of the Bible. It's right there. If Everborn purchased it within sixty days, it's going to end up in Game Pass. So that's that. Now, this uh, the other thing. The last thing. Speaking of Everborn, uh, is that maybe this is where you talk about the Sega partnership. This is I, where you I, yeah. bring up something big. And I do not think I. I stand firm. It will not be an acquisition. It no. will be a deep partnership mm -hmm. like EA. Instead of an EA play, you can have, god damn it, Sega play would have sounded so good. But EA took it already, so they got uh, EA play, so I don't know what you call it, like, I don't know, Sega whatever. And that's when you announce it as a division inside a Game Pass for no extra charge. You get no, all those, you, you get that yeah. whole section in Game Pass of, of um, retro Sega games all the way up until modern Sega games, including Sonic Frontiers in Game Pass. Let's go. Whole section. You can go to it right now, just like in Game Pass right now. You can go to the EA Play section. You can go to the Sega, whatever you want to call it, section, and off we go. And I think that this is what you got to do. The fact that Phil is flying around the world, he's not looking for schnitzels, <laughs> and he's not looking for two-for-one sushi. Okay, he's going there for a reason. Yeah. And those reasons are big. To get that man out of his chair, there's a reason for it. So that's what I see. Well, just to add one more caveat to that, uh, Matt, before we get yeah. on out of here, what what if uh, one of the first super games that they announced at the Tokyo Game Show is Jet Set Radio, the reboot or oh, the rematch? Oh, that'd be lovely. I'd be down that'd with be that. Man, you stole mine. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry, almost made it. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my god. Not really, but it's fine. Don't you know mind, what? too. Never mind. I, oh, wow. What if it's, uh, you know, some Game Pass <laughs> stuff, like, you know, finally, you know, whatchamacallit, uh, Cyberpunk makes it to Game Pass. Hasn't that been a rumor mm. for a bit? <laughs> yes, it has been. You know, what's funny is there was a leak. This is before I even started doing the YouTube thing. I sent Boom a screenshot that I snagged of um, Game Pass Brazil, I think it was. And it was an advertisement that was quickly pulled down. And it was a picture of Cyberpunk was actually going into Game Pass. And it wasn't yeah. fake. It was real. Yeah, and this yeah. is before I even got into YouTube. We just we just DM'd each other once in a while. And I, and, and I just sent it to him. I'm like, dude, check this out. And uh, that was the... <laughs> that was it really may, the first may, interaction. And, and that might make sense too, because you got to think about it, because they can upsell everybody with the DLC, right? That just came yeah, out. Exactly. Just out. So, oh, absolutely. Well, like I mean, the they have the marketing for the DLC, so it makes sense. If yeah. they, if if you were going to launch uh uh Cyberpunk into Game Pass, it would be exactly around the to upsell people to the, the DLC, which would be dope. Yeah. Uh, you know, LBM, let, let's get your hot take on these two shows. Obviously. Xbox brass is going to be there in full in, in, in full dress uniform to do something. We don't know what they're going to do. I, I don't think they're going there for no reason, dude. Like it, no. it doesn't make any sense. And some nope. and some really big Xbox announcements have been announced at these two shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, like so, you boom me, and we talked about it before. I, I, we, we kind of have this assumption that. With Starfield, uh, this is going to be kind of a 
turning of the page from like the old era to like the new Xbox. And, you know, I, I've been assuming, and we're going to see, because I know they've been very, very quiet uh, through this whole ABK thing. And even right now um, that, you know, they've been kind of laying low and the expectation is like, pretty soon is like where you just kind of blow off the lid and you just kind of go all out. I, I think a lot of times, like it, the way things work today, you know, like back in the day you do your marketing and you just wanted to kind of constantly be in the commercials, constantly reminding people you're out there. I, I feel like today with the, with the social media and the virality of things, it actually helps to, you know, to really blow your load. Pause. Sorry. But you know, like just to, to go all out, to, to, to really get that mind share as high as you can. And just then you just try to sustain it. Right. Like we've, we've seen how things can just take off these days with that. And so my assumption has been that, yeah, they've been kind of laying low and you have these two shows coming up. Uh, they've, Phil's been doing a lot of foreshadowing. He seems to, every time, if you, every time something the big is coming out uh, in the past, it's, it feels like you go back and you, you, you watch Phil's interviews. It's like, oh yeah, he's been playing the seed this whole time. And, you know, he's been talking a lot about Japan. I don't think that's for nothing. Um, I, I agree with Mag when he talks about the fact that, you know, it, it's this isn't about an acquisition. Yeah, I don't think they got a, a, an acquisition lined up for Sega and <laughs> the week after ABK officially uh, gets closed. Uh, I, but, you know, people underestimate the potential for partnerships. They, Microsoft, you know, you even look at their other divisions. You you, you look at ChatGPT and OpenAI, like they don't own that company. It feels like a Microsoft, it feels like it does sometimes, right? Like with how incorporated they are with everything, you know, and, and it sounds like, you know, this this deal that they put together for that, that big investment that Sega has, it sounded pretty substantial. They've been foreshadowing something for a while. It all makes sense that you kind of lay that out in, you know, at TGS and you lay it out with, with some cool announcements and like a jet set radio future is like a perfect one because it, it ties in with a lot of good nostalgia from the early yep. days of Xbox. It is uh it reminds you of the early relationship of Xbox and Sega when Sega first went, you know, when the dreamcast first went under it, um, you know, it does a lot. It, it and I think, you know, not, maybe not find it, you know, commercially but i think in terms of like just hitting that th those those notes with the longtime gaming enthusiasts i think it would get their attention uh and, and that isn't exclusive but i do think that if you get something like that out there and again something that's a, a substantial with game pass which i think is really been their sort of wild card not even a wild card i think it is their way with with japan any of these big third-party publishers uh, you know, so often we talk about the, the console splits and, you know, Microsoft's got to fix that in order to solve the situation with all the exclusives that go to PlayStation for free, you know, and Phil's addressed that over and over again. And, and, you know, obviously they're very aware of it and working on it. Um, I don't think you're ever going to solve that from a console split standpoint. That's always going to be a thing, but I think their big play and we've already seen it. We saw, you know, Capcom had a big exclusive, uh, Sega used to give Persona, you know, exclusive. We just saw what happened with Square. I think Microsoft's big play is just to do business deals and be like, hey, here, here's a big bag of cash, but we're not just going to give it to you to uh, just to bring get, port your games because that sets a bad precedent. Let's figure out something that 
uh, that we can replicate with other developers that don't skip our platform. Um, and I think they're going to probably come up with some sort of game passing. And I think what Mag, Mag talked about was pretty perfect, like having something like an EA Play. And how awesome would a Sega arcade, you know, work in that ecosystem? And we already have seen Street Fighter 4 there. So, so yeah, I, I expect a lot more game pass and sega announcements and and hopefully something new there and then yeah i i I know everybody assumes that kojima is going to be saved for the game awards but that's another thing that i i agree that at least you have to tease something there because you know if you are trying to establish a presence in uh japan and they are um you know, the, Kojima is one of the few names that, that I think it resonates across the board. You at least got to associate them there while they're paying attention. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I love the I, lo- I love the the idea of teasing something in full reveal at the game awards, like Mag was saying. Was yeah, perfect. I I thought that was actually that that'd be perfect. I was like, I didn't even think about that. You could do both. Like, why one or the other? You're like, you like you you start off talking about it, get everybody's attention, and then you can you can talk about it more. And you, you know that in Japan they are you know where Microsoft's going to have a shot is going to be uh, the mobile audience and on those devices. And I know like there's now talk that they're going to le- loosen up on on cloud. But you know, Hargi's mentioned it before. But you talk about like the ROG Ally and devices like that. I think that could be a potential future for where Microsoft kind of gets engagement from that audience so again kojima that i think that's a that's a good good play and then we we still haven't seen much from their second party this generation we know they were spending a lot of money and unless suddenly they cut back when they had to make their job cuts um you know last year unless they other things had to go I would fully expect some Japanese games were part of that second, some of these, you know, second party relationships. And uh, I would, I would be surprised if we don't see anything there, at least one announcement that kind of alludes to that, even if it's not a big one. So something along those lines uh, were, you know, Microsoft exclusive. Um, And then Gamescom is, uh, I I think, you know, I think that's going to be the lead up. So like if, if Starfield's the beginning, I think this is your runway to, to that. And it could be where they start to to start the push for, you know, marketing and everything. I, I do think that over the last year, because I, I know there's been a lot of controversy on Twitter um, about like Microsoft's not doing much to like talk about Starfield, talk about, you know, anything, marketing, anything. You know, I'm, my suspicion is that with all the fiscal cut, you know, all the budget cuts that were, they were making last fiscal year, that Microsoft probably had to make some choices and it's like, Hey, we don't want to cut our games. We don't want to cut our studio. So we're going to cut our, we can short term, we can cut our marketing. We can, we can make less consoles or, or try to cut it as close as we can to demand in, in, you know, so that's going to have shortages. I I think you're going to now see that they're going to, with ABK coming, you're going to see a big push. And so, yeah, I would expect, um, I would expect more than just a few game pass announcements. I I think, uh, one that I that seems out of nowhere, but I I'm I would maybe throw some money down on this one would be the contraband, only because you know live service games do not in games that play well as multiplayer. We saw with Sony show they don't show well in videos, especially if they're a new IP. I think if you're going to introduce it, you're either going to have to shadow drop it and just say it's available now, go try it, like 
you know, like, like EA did, um, or you, uh, you put it on a show floor for the first time and, and let people uh, try it out. And I've actually heard some, that there's some promise to that game and, and, you know, it, it, it may be a fun game. So I think that could be a place where you reveal something like that. Um, and the one that nobody mentioned that I, I think makes a lot of sense is uh hellblade uh, you know showing some combat there i know everybody's assuming that next year in january is probably when you do that um i i like that makes sense but you could go with it you could do both <laughs> you could go yeah, like you could I do agree. some combat this time you can go a much deeper dive i mean they've done that right they've done that with forza motorsport uh they've shown that deep dives twice you know e3's showcase so why not and they really just gave us nothing more than a tease my my gut feeling is they're they're holding back again for all that momentum they want to generate this fall um and i you know people have been talking about that we know that ninja theory um i mean they've been on they, they went public that they're putting they put a lot of effort into the combat this time they hired all new combat designers the fact that they haven't shown combat doesn't mean it's not a priority it's just something i think they want to really show it when it's when they can really show it and maybe that's something you go a little hands on who knows, you know, again, this is just a guess. I don't, didn't hear anything, but like logically, you know, if that's something that they're really proud of that they, uh, they talked about the lack of depth, you know, like they thought it was a little bit too easy and simple. They want to really show people that this time they've, um, they've kind of gone, gone back to the roots and, and, and really have, uh, got some depth to their combat that is a lot more fun and engaging. Uh, this is a good place to show it. So I think those are probably, I mean, those would be all big ones and all that's going to happen. And right around the time ABK is going to close. So yeah. if it is closed, maybe you do just say, Hey, today Diablo's out. I mean, I, that just makes sense. The minute me, that closes, Diablo's going in there. I'm telling you right now, there's, they, there's they, just no doubt about it. Yeah. You I, I like, I've heard people like, you know, Starfield's coming out, like, uh you can space it out again i don't think you space out anything i think you just go and you just say it's all here we got more than you can play today but come on over and it's subscribed to game pass you got all year next year you know like i think you make a statement with that 69 billion dollar closing you don't just kind of yep you, you know you don't just kind of dibble you know just play around with it because you know in the future you're going to have whether we get call of duty this year or not uh you're going to have call of duty so uh, in game pass so you don't need to save all all the other backlog of games the transformers the tony hawks i think you just dump it all all in their day you know as soon as you can and uh you know make make everybody know you know what this is i agree gonna mean so that's that i think that's enough <laughs> yeah no no <laughs> I, I, I i do it i love i love the takes they're, they're very well thought out and i and i like what you're putting down Kasante, i want to get your hot take on this but before we do let me just catch up on the super chats we have a big one from jimbo jangles our good friend from the rockies that's a very generous 20 dollars super chances hey boom of course i'm excited for starfield and spider-man but smaller adventures like uh sea of stars and replace still have a very have me very excited as well. Side note, uh, Ocean Horn 2 just dropped on Xbox today. I am buying that tonight. Ocean Horn 1 was dope. It is a Zelda ripoff, if you will. You can call it whatever you want. It was really, really good. I want to play the second one. The second one looks it looks really good. So shout out to you. Thank you for the generosity, Jimbo. Victor Alistine, just a very generous $5 super chat says, this pay for early access Game Pass feature could be used to entice big AAA titles into Game Pass. Could also be good or bad in the long run. 
I mean, I, 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 th I think that it's a, it's a great additive. That, that you don't have to go out and buy the game to get the you that they're offering you this pass. You pay the thirty bucks, you get you you get this DLC, and you're good, and you have the game on Game Pass. I I, I think I think it's early yeah, access. I think what he's saying is like this is a way you can get some triple A's from those. Oh, yes, absolutely. Publishers, right? Yeah. So, hey, we can do this, right? It's a way to structure it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Get because because you're gonna have to drop. You're gonna have to make it look attractive, right? But you also yeah. don't want to set bad precedent and say because then western developers and take two is going to be like well why should we put rocks you know why should we put grand theft auto on there if you're paying everybody else just to you know make your game there so you can't set that precedent but you could you could with game pass right it's like okay you know like hey rockstar yeah. you want to you want to replicate that then you know we, we got a deal game pass deal for you <laughs> so right, you know it, it, it yeah. makes perfect sense and like i said it it, it would definitely entice some of the stu bigger studios to be like hey yeah, we, we want game pass because we could we can get we can get the big we can get the big bag of money from Microsoft and still get all of the money from the DLC. And, and also, don't forget they they're going to have to figure out a way to merge PC and, and and console. And I know it seems like there's a big disparity now. I think ultimate what they're going to do is you're going to have they're going to make that tier worth it in terms of games. So uh, you know we already know like EA Play is part of Ultimate. So if they yeah, get a Ubisoft Sega, needs to come to it. Yeah, if you get it, if you get a <laughs> yeah. Sega Play, if you get like maybe Ubisoft's like second tier subscription in there no I, the whole thing why do we keep saying thing. That? Yeah, we I, tell them, I want the whole bloody thing ubisoft plus bring I, it <laughs> I, I i think they're going to try to figure out a way to basically make i mean now we have numbers right it's like 80 percent 80 percent or ultimate game pass yeah because like then you want to renew your dollar that's that's a lot of freaking subscribers well, you know what that you know what that means it's because everybody who comes in off of a dollar does it on the ultimate and then people forget about it <laughs> No, it, 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 it's it's like your gym membership, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. High, Highlander Double One drops a very generous five dollars of gen. Says my friend took me took time to place uh, took time off to play Starfield, and he just got a notice uh, to oh, oh to do jury sucks. duty that week. Oh my oh, god! Man. I never laughed so hard in my life. No luck at all, dude. That is. You have to ask oh, for an extension. That sucks. I hope he like gets out of it. <laughs> yeah, I hope he can ask an ex for an extension. Uh, like, hey, listen, to that you say, to that you I say, ROG me, ally yeah. in your in your in your man bag. <laughs> you will be sitting they there. They don't allow that shit though, do they? I think oh, you're like oh, locked yeah. from all that. You can't use oh. any devices. Oh, that's yeah. awful, dude. That is worse, dude. Oh, that's such such bad luck. That that is really bad luck. That's that's awful luck. Uh, King Web drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, "Why don't they turn?" tango into a publisher and gobble up the korean studios wild uh shout out to the panel at xbox world or uh, xbox new world order indeed brother and eternal shaddai has become a channel member brother thank you so much for the generosity as you as always uh Kiyosante, let's get your hot take and then we'll get everyone the h out of here um what 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 are your expectations because i i, I kind of feel like microsoft needs to They've done so much and they're doing so much now. Why let off the gas? Why not just run right through everything? So, okay. So I, I've heard a lot of this conversation. I've heard the, the awesome takes from all the various folks. And I will I will come at this and let me let me let my my bias uh, on display first and foremost. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a dude who spent most of my life. I, I grew up in Europe. I, I mm -hmm. was born in Germany. I, I I was raised in the Netherlands. Uh, I have family all over the world. I visit all the time. 
Gamescom next year, 100%. I'm going. I've already nice. started, I've already talked to my to my family. They can't wait to see me. It's a thing. I've, I've literally, I literally it's it's a wrap, right? For the longest time, even in the continental US, I was like, "Come on, E3. You know what Atlanta looks like. You've been there before. Yeah. Why do you keep doing LA?" Right? Gaming has broken so far beyond where we all we all live. Like we see all this, as you can see, all the the European influences, all the Asian influences, many, 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 many uh, different groups want to be able to come together and speak the language of gaming. And when they do, it needs to be as powerful as it is in any three. But up until now, even the bigger shows, your Gamescoms, which dwarf E3 in size and scope, always Mm -hmm. tends to get the runoff news always tends to be the secondary oh well e3 is the big show everything else is secondary i have always advocated that that needs to stop right we and e3 themselves are even pushing in that direction now by going eh, not this year actually eh, next yeah. year right so you now have no choice but to show off your wares in other places right i've i've, I've said this for the longest time it is time to stop making every show a derivative of e3 Every show needs to stand on its own two feet and be just as memorable and rec- and powerful as E3 of old. And it's in Microsoft's unique position to make that happen because, you know, the dog and pony show, didn't mean that as a pun, I'm sorry, <laughs> has always been on the Sony side, right? They know how to make the E3 of dreams. They've done it forever, right? And even though they're not playing, uh, Microsoft isn't, they're not playing the same game as Sony is anymore, People still want that dog and pony show. Again, not 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 a pun, right? <laughs> no People console war. Want... Walk out of you, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not that. People still want that. Hey, we had this awesome show, and they showed us this, and they sh- they still want the back and forth. They still want the you know round three, ding ding. They want that, right? You know, even if it's just a show. Look at what they showed. They showed Starfield versus what the other people show. So because that's Microsoft's like modus operandi. That's that's where they live now right? Upending the status quo. They've upended the status quo in console. They've upended the status quo in how games are delivered and all that. Now it's time to upend the dog and pony show, right? So bring your A game to these other places that used to just get runoff. Let the German, let the, the, the Gamescom show be actually a show that people just lose their minds and, oh my God, that's where they announced this amazing news. And then do the same in TGS, right? And just for good measure, do the same at XO if and when you finally bring that thing back. It's time to make these shows something worth going to, something worth, you know, buying a ticket for every time they have they have it, whether it's in TGS or in Gamescom. And it has this the the, uh, the added benefit of, hey, you see us, here we are, we're on a show. There there's so many amazing folks in the chat, so many amazing folks in our panel, and we're not all in America. Like we we are not all yep. in america right That's correct we, we we all love this thing so much we're not all here so if one day you can say hey it's in your backyard and then we all show up in your backyard that's freaking awesome and then next time it's in my backyard and you guys can all come here and it doesn't always have to be well if it's not in la it's a runoff so to me i say yay please more of this more both in the continental u.s and everywhere else and when you show up, don't make it the, you know, the off-Broadway play. No, make it the thing everyone's there to see. 
That's what I'm, I'm advocating for. So all this super excites me because it looks like Microsoft is heading in that exact direction, right? So I really just hope they, they, they knock it out the park. That's what I'm looking for. I mean, listen, it makes sense. And I, I, I do like what you're putting down. Um, I, I'd love a, a broader uh, appeal to these shows in other countries. Uh, I mm. think, I mean, obviously, you know, Gamescom is one of the most uh, uh, largest shows when it comes to attendees. It's like triple, four, five times the amount of E3. Uh, Tokyo Game Show is going to be the biggest it's ever been. These are two shows that Microsoft, I, I don't like using the word needs, because Microsoft is doing a whole bunch of really great things right now. Obviously, if you look back at this year, they did have a slip-up, Redfall. It, it just wasn't a great game. I mean, like I said, I really enjoyed it, but it, it it did not hit like it was expected to. That's the one stumble, folks. That That's it. That is the one stumble. Um, again, I, I, I feel that there's no reason to have uh, the brass go out to these these shows if they're not going to present something in a big way. It, it To me, it just doesn't make any sense, uh, especially coming off the heels of the traveling that Phil and, and team had to do for uh, the close out the ABK deal. Like we saw, we saw them flying here, there and everywhere. Um, this is, you know, again, I, this is, this is what they do. They, they go and they go to these shows and they, and they, and they, they mingle and they interact with the people. That's why we all love them. But um, I, I think you're not going to show up to these two shows if you're not going to have something in your back pocket. Uh, and, and, and again, I'm not expecting shadow drops, but I'm definitely expecting something big in, in regards to an announcement a, of a particular game. Of which which games that is, you know, that, I'll leave that up to you. Real quick, God Emperor Sofer King, who's been a channel member for four months, says, yo, boom, and panel. Thoughts on the so-called no marketing push for the the new negative narrative of Xbox, I mean, listen, people are gonna run with it. I see people. I see people. Oh, there's no Starfield marketing. That means the game is gonna suck. Just shut up. That, that that's not what's happening. The the marketing push is going to happen. I, I saw the Rockstar cans. I saw the bus in 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 London with the Starfield stuff. It's it's they're, there, they're, they're just trying to sneak it in. No, like I, I think right now, because I hear a lot of it too, kind of actually had a lot of chatter in some of the discords I'm I'm in this morning about it. And I'm like and I'm like, you know, I, I think part of it is we just gotta kind of we don't even know what their new marketing strategy is. They have a lot of people from Netflix, and you know Netflix doesn't do traditional marketing. They rely on a lot of social media and yes, they do and the, yeah. the virality. And, and you know, part the part of this might be Microsoft kind of trying to get some analytics on how well that works. Because think about it. If you can start to rely on that, if you save that money from marketing, because marketing budgets are a huge portion of, of uh, gaming budgets of uh, for AAA are. games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can, if you can, that's more money you can redirect towards games. So, you know, I think there's, there, there could be just some feeling out of that. And the other aspect could be just what I said earlier. Maybe uh, they just had a cutback last year and they will ramp it up. Starfield is not going to be a game that people play for two weeks and forget about it's going to be no no it's going to be is, years so you, know, listen, you can market this, this, market that anytime you want really they're gonna, they're gonna, you're going to see in the next couple of weeks that this is going to be a big deal uh i i have no doubt that the the, the marketing push for starfield is going to be here there and everywhere but listen ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for primetime gaming a big shout out to all of the 400 plus people we had in the chat today
a big thank you for all the super chats that came in. We definitely uh, help power the, the show in, in, you know, in equipment and especially in the big giveaways that we're going to be doing in the last uh, four months of the year. $3,500 uh, worth of giveaways in four shows. So uh, we can't do that without the help of, of you. And thank you so much for allowing us to do these big giveaways. Because like I said, we're all about giving it back into the community. And obviously, we're going to have a couple of really big shows with a lot of giveaways. And again, I, I, I really want to stress this. If you are outside of America, we still honor it. Uh, we pay. The, the only caveat, and I, I really want to just kind of drive the point home, we don't use cash apps, folks. Uh, I can't buy you codes uh, for games that are in, uh, in America for Europe. What we do is we use PayPal, and we send you the denomination of what the winnings are. And we pay the transfer fee. And if the denomination is more in your country than it is ours, we pay the extra money. You pay literally nothing. And uh, we're very proud to be one of the few shows that actually uh, uh, that, you know, will represent winners outside of America. Uh, that's why we don't, we, we do everything digital. So we don't have to pay for shipping. Um, but a big thank you for everyone that continues to uh, do the super chats, to do the channel memberships. Let's get to the outros. Uh, one bad mother. Let's go with you first. You're our special guest of the evening, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Sell your brand, brother. What, what you got going on? And more importantly, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, man. So uh, first of all, thanks again for, for having me. It was uh, like always, like every time I come here, we always have a great time uh, with these discussions. And panel was awesome. I thought today was uh, it was refreshing. <laughs> it's just, it, it was very nice. Yes. Yeah. It was really nice to sit back and talk about games. I think it's nice to be, and I'm going to just speak for myself, I guess, because, you know, like we just said, uh, Twitter seems like they always got the next thing to be kind of anxious about. Uh, this is, this is uh, already a, a damn good year. And, you know, if you've been on this platform for a long time, it is probably going to be the best stretch after probably one of the worst stretches we've had for in a bit. We're going to probably come into one of the best stretches they've ever had. So I think everybody should just, you know, uh, get ready to have some fun. And uh, it's going to be a lot of real, real fun things to keep talking about. Um, and I'm going to look forward to talking about some of those things on my channel. I'm <laughs> so I kind of wish I had things out the last couple of weeks because there's so many things to talk about. Uh, I've been back and forth. I, I'm going to I'm gonna have to pull some of you guys in behind the scenes because I cannot decide on the logo and everything. But I am working on my own channel. I will have that out before the end of the summer. Uh, I want to before before the fall. When, when this fall hits, I definitely want to be uh, uh, talking about, uh, you know, the things that are happening in the industry, some of the exciting things that are going to be uh, potential uh changes and in, in you know looking at the future uh, of gaming uh but until then if people want to find me find me on twitter uh you can find me at mother underscore one m-u-t-h-a underscore o-n-e uh and uh everybody in the chat you know uh, appreciate you uh thanks for having me again it was a lot of good time no problem, brother. That, wasn't, that was a proper English. No, that's, that's <laughs> I would edit fun. that if that was in the video. <laughs> Kay Asante, brother, you got a big show coming up this Saturday. <laughs> There's a lot, still a lot to talk about. And obviously, we're still only on Wednesday. Big news could break at any given time. Brother, sell the brand of the Gaming Circle podcast, which, by the way, had an epic five-hour episode 100 this past Saturday. Talk about it, brother. Where can people reach out to you on social media as well? 
Yeah, yeah. So first and foremost, thanks, thanks to the special guest who 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 who's is known to all and wide, the the, the great OBM. Thank you for being here, of course, Hargeet and and the Mag, and of course the the the, the host who 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 always seems to bring his A game, Mr. Boomstick. Thank you so much for 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 always always being here in the great entertainment. Uh, yeah, the show was great. We had we had the hundred episodes of the Gaming Circle podcast uh, last Saturday. Uh, I still haven't done the show notes for that thing because every time I see it, I'm, I just get tired. I'm just like, man, that was a long show. Damn. That, but it was so much fun. Five hours is a lot to do. Right? I'm just looking at it just like, <laughs> I could wait another day. Anyway. <laughs> but no, it, it was a great, great time. So many community members came out. We had a we had an awesome time and really enjoyed ourselves. Usually that show is the, the your, your weekly dose of PG-13 slander. Towards hour four and a half, it got to... It got to R-rated slander, so we're, oh, we're putting the we're putting the rated rated R on that one. That's the last one. <laughs> no, this weekend's gonna be fun as well. Uh, myself and Everborn Saga back at it again. Gaming Circle Podcast episode one hundred and one. You know, uh, we're we're heading in different directions these days. Where we're having more introspective conversation, more evergreen stuff. But of course, if ABK breaks or anything like that happens, we'll of course be talking about it. We'll be pl- we'll be playing games, talking about that as well, and not to be outdone. But I have a different show that I also do now with another Sega stand. You, you notice you notice a pattern here, right? I, I always seem to be podcasting yeah. with Sega stands. Mr. John Wolf and I are doing the Gamers Playground on Monday nights, and it's more PC-focused. We're, we're talking a lot of handheld things. We had Kirby Zero Louise on, if you know him. Great, great community member, also an engine developer. Uh, he, You know, a lot of great information there. Always try to talk games. Always try to talk well, what's going on in the gaming sphere answer questions, you know, PCMR, all that ridiculousness. We're, we're just here to have uh, talk games and have a good time. So definitely come check us out. We appreciate folks always coming in and, and continuing to support the channel as we grow and seeing all these great, great new faces and, and all that. And on the way out, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done so, please consider hitting that like button. And, and, and also, if you haven't done so, hit that subscribe button for Mr. Boomstick because we, you, we always, always appreciate his great, great effort here. So thank you yeah, so much. I- Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, and Hargi Chani, uh, who won the uh, the 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 one chip <laughs> challenge very easily, uh. apparently, until he had ice cream, and then it was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Hargi, brother, sell, sell the brand of Game One Daily. Obviously, uh, we've seen what in the last couple of days that the uh, the team over at Game One Daily have been doing, especially Gaz. Uh, he has been out there, and he has been man, he has been rub, rebel rousing, if you will, and. <laughs> I have been liking and retweeting everything that he's put out there because he he's even he's even getting people to block him now, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> and he, he wears it like a badge of honor, as Gaz would. Of course, uh, talk about yep. it, man. And and more importantly, <laughs> what what else you got going on? And uh, being that you're not on social media, how could people uh, get a message to you? Yeah, so I'm on Discord. If you want, H Chani is uh, my Discord handle. Um, yeah, and I guess uh, Gaz can't handle the sauce. So, but uh, hey. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, all that shocking shit, and then we saw what happened when oh, something saucy wow. failed. Time to actually eat the sauce. We saw what happened. Oh no! But, oh wait, I'm either sorry. way, a lot of swear. Pause, I man. Pause. Apologize. What are we talking about? The sauce video the sauce video that's been in the works for like weeks is finally. It's getting close, I guess. But we'll, hopefully, we'll get that out soon. Uh, you know, Cat we'll, is still working on it. Um, it but yeah, so there's that. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, GameOnDaily.com and uh, YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily. Check that out. And, of course, Gaz's channel, where most of the sauce stuff happens. Uh, Aseptic Sauce on YouTube. Check that out. Uh, and then, of course, RDX. Uh, we, we had a nice uh, uh, discussion yesterday. Uh, every uh, Tuesday, 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Check us out there. And, of course, over here, Primetime Gaming, every uh, Wednesday at, uh, at 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, yeah, so and uh, and what I've been playing lately, I've been playing a lot of Hogwarts. I've uh, gotten back into that game, and uh, I haven't hadn't finished it yet. And then you know, getting back into it, and uh, started again on PC. So I've been uh, enjoying. I'm close to the end <laughs> myself. I'm, cl- I'm close. I'm, I'm very much enjoying that. But uh... did yeah, Hargi and- Chani just say he's playing it on the preferred platform of of uh, as as John Wolf? Yeah, says, I started. It. I'm like ten gamers? hours in. <laughs> I had ten hours on the console. And I'm like, dude, uh-huh. I've got a freaking 4090. I'm gonna play this with full. Hey settings. man, hey Why man, <laughs> he, he has said the right answer. Maybe it's time to get Mr. Hargi Chani on the gamers playground. I'm just absolutely. saying. absolutely. Let's I'm do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Cole decided it. to start playing Fallout 76. So uh, you know, he started playing that. Yeah. I start. Uh, I'm so t- like, I, I look at it and it, it looks good when I watch videos of that game. And yeah, uh, you, you do know, have to like you have to I'm learn afraid. the semantics. There's yeah. quite a bit to learn, and it's good to have somebody that's done a lot so they can kind of guide you. Uh, but yeah, apparently it's it's uh, it's gotten pretty good. So uh, we started playing that a bit. Uh, I started up Scorn. Uh, but yeah, Ooh. primarily I'm playing Hogwarts. That's the thing on PC. I've been playing uh, Hogwarts. Yeah, for me it's so. it's Dead Island too, and I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna start uh, Oceanhorn two tonight because uh, nice, I love the nice. original. Well, I'm downloading uh, I'm downloading Double Dragon. Uh, good job, Dude, it's Kisante. so good. You, uh, I beat it once you, already. I'm I'm, okay. I'm I'm almost ready to beat it a second time. Well, St- Streets wow. of Rage four was a game you could beat in an hour. I had like forty hours in that game, so obviously, you know, like those. You're games gonna were- you're gonna enjoy this. There's all kinds of secrets. There's uh, characters you can unlock. Like I didn't beat it with the main characters. I beat it with a Bobo, the, the big okay. muscle mm-hmm. guy. That's the yeah, one yeah, I wow. beat it with first. Yeah. So. All right. Here well, we listen, go. gentlemen. Thank you so much for being a part of this, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for <laughs> keep making continuing to tune in for for, for you know for primetime uh gaming and of course all the shows that i do tomorrow i'm sitting down with king david to talk oh Xbox, yeah nice to talk about phil spencer to talk about whether or not microsoft has sony on their heels you're gonna you're gonna get it live raw and uncut from king <laughs> david i'm sure he's gonna be wearing his uh, battle hat as he always does uh, 12 o'clock tomorrow on the new episode of Xblog Live. Me and King David one-on-one for 70-plus minutes. Hopefully you tune in for that. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it will be important to you, and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, Craig. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends.